This episode of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday is the best one ever. Because Logan's dead, the voice of Matron has taken over, and you can learn about things like titanium pipes. Not really. The way to modify your bike and suspension tips that we didn't talk about. Don't trust the evil voice. Brought to you by Yamaha, Taco Moto, the Adelano Grand Prix, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, and Trail Tech. Of course, don't forget JimmyLewisOffRoad.com. Yeah. We're live? Yeah, you're live. On the internets? On the internets. That's good. This is Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, as you just heard. Uh, my name is Jimmy Lewis. Standing in for my regular co-host is his dad. Hi, everybody. Jimmy Tyler here. Jimmy Tyler, because uh, Logan cannot be with us, because evidently he has COVID and he's dead. Yeah, I don't know about that, but <laughs> oh, he's down home digging a hole. I knew that. <laughs> he's, not, he's not digging ditches? I told him to go dig a hole for himself. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. So uh, welcome to the show where we talk about motorcycles and motorcycle-related products, uh, specifically dirt bikes, because this is a dirtbiketest.com product. If you're not familiar with Dirt Bike Test, you don't know... Well, you probably do know all the information you're missing out on, and that's why you're not looking at that, because you want to be uninformed. So we are here. This is Tuesday night. Uh, we don't have any tacos. Uh, we're going to have some tech, and we're going to talk. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to get through on this thing. couple uh, show notes. Uh, number one, this show is brought to you by... Can you guess? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yamaha, Takamoto, uh, Scott Goggles. Probably Scott everything, right? Scott or, Goggles. Scott Goggles. They have a lot of stuff. You BBC, can't... Climb, Trail Tech. And the Adelano Grand Prix. Yeah, the Adelano Wine Mixer. You know, if if Logan was younger, you should have him race in the um, the Futures class. Oh. oh. So, so, yeah. They're, they're taking... I wouldn't be the first dad to lie about a kid's age. I know that. Well, you don't have to lie about the age. Just put them on a, on a mini bike, on oh, a yeah. super mini. Oh, okay. Because the cool thing about this is they get to ride. They have so it's a three moto format. They do one that's like a like a mini Grand Prix. They do one that's more like a motocross, and then they do one that's a longer race, the full race. And the longer race, they get to race with the pros at the same time as the pros. Okay. And Ty Davis, who's promoting the race, does this because. He wants to show everybody how fast some of these kids are. Some of these 85s are, right? Yeah, they they, they really go pretty oh, fast. Yeah, I amazing. mean, I know because I, I go to practice tracks every once in a while and kids in the 80s are going ripping by you. So there is that. And then and it, it gives the kids an experience to see what it's like to do it like the pro guys. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, if you're if you got a fast kid, um, mm-hmm. send them to Adelano. Take them. Actually, if you know somebody that has a fast kid, tell them to – Tell dad, because you know how many bike dads are. Do you know how many bike dads are? I'm not that guy, but yeah, I do know how they are. I've seen You're not them. that guy. I don't think I am. Okay. Just checking, because everybody everybody, everybody yeah. that has a kid's a mini. You know, I, remember? Mean, I technically am a mini bike. No longer a mini bike dad. Got to be honest. Thank God for that. Full, I full size, love full-size bikes. Full-size rider dad. God. So if you are if you we'll got go a friend, if you got nothing. a friend who's a mini bike dad, have him take your their kid to Adelano and, mm-hmm. and uh, put up or shut up. There you go. I mean, don't don't say it that way. Just encourage yeah. them to go there and and let's see how the little man acts as a real man. Because right. that that race will um <laughs> will show your metal. 
<laughs> if there if there is such a thing. It's in a stadium too, right? They they go into it's that part of that baseball. They, they go into that baseball stadium. They have a little stadium section. You know, that's, that's what, always kind of cool for kids to feel like. Oh, you're, you know, they're heroes on Sunday or Saturday. Yeah, or it, Friday night, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not. You and know. they have classes for everybody. They have mini bike classes. They have Stasic, like they have a they have a, mm-hmm. like a Stasic class, and they have an adult mini bike class. I should go there to relive some of my past glory as a bust out one of them sweet XRs. Seven there. time world backyard supercross champion. I should go there and just dominate, but. Um, there's probably some other fast mini bike adults. <laughs> they don't stop coming, I right? <laughs> I like to talk about how fast I was, not have to show it. So, um, good times. Uh, thanks again to all of our all of our sponsors. I'll tell you about my climb stuff later. I got a little climb story, which is pretty cool. We have a new yeah. climb commercial. Uh, we didn't. Know, we were not able to get it on. on not the able break. to get it on. Uh-oh. No. Oh no. Well, then we have to tell you that you can watch the new Climb commercial on YouTube, right? Yep. I'll, I can put a link to it in commercial uh, okay. on YouTube. We'll put a link to it. And that's almost as good as you watching in a commercial break. But we, we have we have some new commercials. So you might want to stick around for commercials. Everybody hates commercials, but we try to have cool commercials on the show. We, we, yeah. And they're, uh, they're actually fun to watch. And if you like Matt over here, Matt is the Jimmy Lewis Off-Road Training Beginner Rider Coach. And... He helped me develop this beginner rider series. So if you know somebody who's looking to get into riding, before you try to teach them how to use the clutch and the brake and, and all the other, other stuff. A lot of other wrong things. Have them watch our beginner rider series of videos. It's not free because just like anything, if there's something really good, you got to pay for it. Unlike this show. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. it, But we'll give you a 10% off code. All you need to do is type in, and it's all small letters, Tech Talk 22. That's Tech Talk 22, all strung together for a 10% on our beginner rider series at www.jimmylewisoffroad.com. Go to where it says online training, and uh, you can you can save like three dollars and ninety five cents or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Good, it's a great deal, and it's in the chat if you're in the chat. And if you're wondering how to uh, participate, watch the show, become part of the show. We love our regular viewers. You can go to YouTube's, Facebook's. Um, are we still streaming on Twitch? Do we still do that? Uh, not really. I shut it off because shut I wanted to stream more to more Facebook channels. So we do do some Facebook channels. Um, that is how you can do this on a Tuesday night from 7 o'clock Pacific Standard Time till whenever we decide we're bored of uh, mm-hmm. listening to ourselves. Out of tequila. Oh, speaking of that, I didn't, I didn't reload. We, still, we, didn't, we didn't do a very good job last year. Pretty show. low tide over there. It's probably because your kid wasn't helping me out. I know. I mean, well, that's I, why he's sick because he, you know, oh. he doesn't medicate. <laughs> no, jeez. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um, Hence, not a mini bike, Dad. <laughs> so, um, anyhow, yeah, that's uh, that's that's all. Sponsors um, show up, support these guys. Really do support the show. We like their products. We wouldn't talk about them if they thought it was junk. And um, yeah, good times. So, welcome to the show, Jimmy. Thank you for glad, having me. Glad Happy you're sitting here. in. It's going to be strange for me because you do talk a little bit more than Logan, which I will <laughs> yeah. I will get accustomed to, and I encourage it. Uh, yeah, okay. G- gives me a break, gives me a time to pour myself with tequila. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs that. Um, thanks, Matt, for uh, being here. Yeah, 
Yeah, always. It's uh, it's a good time. He turns the lights on at about like I think two o'clock. The lights, the whole studio gets lit up, <laughs> making sure everything's working great. And as a, as the resident poor person around here, I, I actually think about how much energy that uses. Like from, they look LED though, so uh, I'm doing okay. Yeah. I, I think know. he's actually trying to warm the place up because I sure as hell don't run the heater around here. Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably cheap. <laughs> I mean, look, you're wearing your long sleeves. I don't wear it. I don't wear a jacket yeah. during the show because I don't. I want to. You know, my sponsors. We have so much arm hair. It's our, gonna our keep we- you warm. Our weather turned. Well, that's why sure. I have so much arm hair because yeah. it's like a. It's like the winter coat. Yeah. By the way, yeah. it, go, it grows on my face as well. <laughs> I, I wish it would grow on the top of my head. <laughs> so, wouldn't you like us to start talking about motorcycles and dirt bike products? <laughs> I think John Jackson actually has a good question there. John Jackson, yeah. what are your feelings on Yamaha introducing the Tenere World Raid bike in Europe, then pulling their factory support for rally? What are my feelings? Um, I think Ooh. it. I think it sucks that they're pulling out of the rally. I mean, just as a, as a fan. But we I need totally, more factories there. I told. Totally understand it, and I I know a little bit from maybe a little bit of insider position. I I know a lot on why. And um, it's it's no big deal, but it was probably a decision that was made before this year. Happened. Oh, really? I, I mean, they, they, it was probably you know these these companies operate on budgets that are a little bit long term. It's not sure, just yeah, like yeah, everybody's yeah. going. Why do they pull out? Well, if you saw no. the, the 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 results they had last year, mm-hmm. like why spend money showing to do that? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, not very good durability at the time, mm-hmm. and but the budget was set for twenty twenty two, probably way before that. At least the car part of it. Two happened, yeah. and and it's it's unfortunate, but they also knew. You know, you think they just released this this Tenere World Raid bike, and they probably you know want to spend some marketing budget. They're also spending money on racing their UTV in Dakar. The 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 uh, what is it? YTZ YFZ YXT. I don't know. It's it's YFZ, a, it's, I think, it's a thousand YZF. Yeah. I don't know. So the, I think they're going to continue to support that program. And uh, Yamaha France has a long history in Dakar, and doesn't mean that maybe after this year that they're going to look at in the future or however it works. So I do not know when this bike is going to show up in the USA. Uh, I always say if it's a Yamaha thing that you see over in Europe that's designed and kind of pushed by Yamaha Europe, it may never show up. Oh. Which there's they make a lot of bikes that you don't get here because you just don't. They don't feel the market's right. <coughs> Excuse me, ripe for it. And then it may show up one year after when they know that that's a that's a hit. You know, when the marketing and planning, product planning in the United States decides that it's uh, time for that. Just like they must have decided it was time for pure performance and exhilarating power with a full line of Yamaha YZ two-stroke bikes. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today to explore what's new for 2022. I'm going to cut it short at that time. Yeah. And I hit the Husaberg bell on accident. The Berg button wrist. went off. Well, well they're both the blue bike. They're both blue. Yeah. 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 Both blue. <laughs> so um, <laughs> those lights are kept on by that. So, Jesse, finish your sentences. <laughs> I think he, he, try, he finished it. In a leather. Oh, another thing? Okay, yeah. I'll skip down to that. Was trying to say that your lights are kept on by that solar field blocking my trail. No, they are not, and they will not be kept on by that because that power is not coming back into 
I mean, technically, it's all going to go into the same grid that we all buy the stuff from. So green power is con- contaminated with you know coal produced and and nuclear produced and and gas produced power, and you don't know really what it is. But just I hope you feel better by having solar panels in my riding area while you're looking at your damn iPhone and feeling superior. That's all I have to say about it. I'm <laughs> done with that. Robert Foster says, what are your top three picks for this weekend in Arlington? What's happening this weekend? Tomac, Tomac, and probably Tomac. You, you're, is that Supercross race? Yeah. Yeah. It's you, a triple crown. You're, okay, that's strike one, Jimmy. Uh, we don't talk about racing on this show. This is about Well, product. why don't we just yell at Robert for that? Oh, me. I just... okay. <laughs> <laughs> I... Um, Let's see, Supercross. I watch Supercross before I'm riding. I I have 480 miles of riding under my belt since Supercross because I watched Supercross like right before I went to bed, and I did not fall asleep because the racing was actually pretty good to watch. The track was gnarly. I bet your front wheel looks better than Sexton's. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So um, just spoiler alert in case you haven't watched it yet, but – yeah, don't don't. Um, we're not going to talk about it. That's what we don't do. Uh, yeah. I'm but a, I'll, I'll the record. I'm with Jimmy Tomac this weekend. <clears throat> really? Yeah, he's he's he, good at those triple. He crowns. rocks it. He, he crushes it on the triple crown. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, 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 triple crown round. I just turn it on TV and I watch it and I enjoy it and then mm-hmm. I'm done with it. Although I do, I kind of get that. I don't. Know I do. How, I don't know how I know it, but <clears throat> I do like the I like the idea of the triple crowns and all that. I like them too, actually. Yeah. I so I kind of keep an eye out for that. Yeah, it's something different. I watch them all. I, I like watching those guys ride. I really I watch. I like watching the, just to see how their bikes are working, and and I know enough in the in the background. I listen to just enough like podcast stuff that when I'm bored that I hear stuff, and and I'm not like by any means an insider. I just know how this stuff works, and just I like just digesting the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, open minded. It. Yeah. See, what, what do you think about the fact that they had like a cheap wheel on? Uh, a cheap wheel. Yeah, factory Honda had a, a first comment I read. <laughs> oh, does oh that... I like the, the, the on Twitter people were going on about how the wheel broke before Sexton's crash. The wheel factory break... Honda. What do they just? Yeah, couldn't get they, a good wheel. They just on. Okay, out. here's here's something interesting. So 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 I, I I just mentioned that I rode a lot this the last mm-hmm. couple of days Sunday Monday. I was testing a lot of different things. You know, not enough to contaminate the test of one thing or another, but. So I have a really, really bitchin' set of W wheels for my KTM's. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the the XL the A, the A sixty is that what it is the the yeah the A sixty the really strong rim. Yeah, and it's on the the oh, I'm trying to think it's the I'm pretty sure it's the Talon Hub. I'm not sure it's the Talon Kite. I have to look at it specifically because I have a couple different sets. And then spokes are a little bit larger, a little, little bit more fair. robust. And just like I can feel <laughs> the front discard. Because yeah. I'm a because I'm a pretty P, whatever I am, princess and the P. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm that. Um, the wheels change the 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 rigidity of the wheels change your feel. So it would not and even surprise me that Honda, as as much as they go to to test different things, has different levels of yeah. rim mm-hmm. and hub and spoke flex and characteristics, and they they will test these and try these different things. They they if you look at the Hondas the factory Hondas they always have factory wheels on them. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, the, the hubs are always. Yeah. Now at least look at now. Uh, d- did <coughs> a factory wheel uh, contribute to that crash? No, uh, I think it's a well, testament to how much well, Sexton was pushing it. 
Yeah. It's an absolute testament to that. And you you saw he just kind of he, – he was going around that turn. He was in the rut. And I would – me being me, I would blame the tire way more because that tire was slipping and then it gripped. And then it gripped. And and and, and whether the – whether and, – and who knows whether the – exactly how the dirt was exactly at that time but when you're watching these guys at that limit or somebody just go in and say oh the wheel failed before that that's that's the kind of stuff you get for that's free the on the internet, internet which that's is why the internet was invented right which there. is what we're sitting here talking about like tomac not getting but factory parts I'm trying to i'm trying i'm trying to break this down as much as i can you know looking at it but it, you know, there's tire, there's rim, and Bob's waving his hand Bob's like a freaking windmill, on fire. like a like a wind generating turbine over here. And you're not helping keep these lights on. But what do you got to say, Bob? Uh, wire spoke wheels do not handle lateral loads very well at all. Wire spoke wheels do not handle lateral loads very well at all. Will we yeah. see them on mag wheels next weekend? Oh yeah, mag wheels are coming to Supercross. This is going <laughs> to fix the problem. <laughs> You heard it here first, right? Folks. Yep, we broke it down. We don't talk about <laughs> racing; we talk about the tech, and we break it down to its essence. So, Mag wheels coming on. Put that on vital, right? <laughs> <laughs> Great, Bob. Thanks for bringing that up. Mag wheels are coming to Supercross <laughs> via Bob. Composite mag wheels too, because they'd be even stronger in certain directions, but way weaker in other ones. I would love to get a foot peg into one of those. So. Um, that's uh, Robert. Thanks for starting our Supercross discussion, which we will not talk about anymore that I know of. And what I was going to tell you is, is if you have a friend that asks you the stupid questions, I mean, I'm sorry, the questions that, that you don't feel like answering because you don't have the time or maybe you're not equipped, tag them, share this podcast or whatever we call it anymore. That's a show. podcast. Yeah. Share this show with them right now. Tag them and say, hey. You know that question you were asking at the campfire and you got a lot of stupid answers? Ask Jimmy and Jimmy. The Jimmies. So Jimmy. we should... Uh, that yeah, should be its own show. <laughs> we can we can help this. Let's see. Um, RP says, how well did your KTM 500 EXC handle the weight of your luggage when you ran the Tour of Idaho? It handled it excellently, I must add, because I finished and I had no problems. So um, did it affect the way the bike worked? Yes. Had I ridden with that much weight before? Yes. Um, do I ride it different because it has the weight on the bike? Yes. Um, Would you have felt a weight difference if there was a front uh, discard? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't have a front discard on my bike. It might have actually helped balance the bike out. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah, it might have helped, helped you know, with that little extra weight on the front end. Breaking news, Jimmy's doing a 180. And I'm not. I, I rode, We rode through some rocks on this ride that I did uh, that, you know, most people are probably thinking you need to discard for. I didn't have one. <laughs> so, yeah, Connor, you're correct. This show does not talk about racing unless we're talking about the tech. Um, but you want to know my picks? What are my picks? I don't know. I <laughs> I'd have to know more about which race and where it was, and then yeah, like the dirt and all that, it, all the yeah. stuff. And I, it's just like it's just another weekend of Supercross, and I hope the racing's good. It seems like it's been pretty good so far. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, I've been impressed with the season. Ricky Brabeck says he should have been running the Parker DTs. <laughs> Ricky, when he rides in the United States, uh, when he's riding under the JCR banner, runs the Parker DTs like I do. Um, I don't think he likes them as much as I do. I like them more. Because I really like the the um, the braking performance on those things. So, okay, wait. Hey, is Tech Talk twenty two a JLR student code? Uh, Trey, yes, it is. Um, 
it's it's only for the online schools at the moment because there's no way I could afford to keep doing my schools if I gave you that kind of a discount in our regular schools, which are actually a discount in their own right. You should pay my insurance bill. <laughs> so And the permits? Uh, yeah, the permit. Well, the permits just is 3% gross right off the top, straight away. It just goes away. Yeah. So we're working on this. Um, and And the other thing about the advice we give here, if – I don't have the answer. I will tell you I don't know. I don't have the answer. Uh, we can we can guess a little bit about it, but we'll say that they're guesses or educated guesses. But we do have experts in the show, and I'd like to bring experts up. Chris Real is in the chat. And mm-hmm. so if you have oil-related questions, we can turn to an expert that will, that will help guide me when I just say, you know what I like to say about oil? Uh, as as long as it's in the bike, you're you're fine. That's right. Yep, have some in the bike. That's the best oil to have is some yeah. in the bike. <laughs> so, um, and uh, uh, Curly says, if he says yes, he is lying. Are you talking? To, was it your wife that called me the P, the pretty P? <laughs> 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 I I I feel I felt the discard. I know I did. And we talked about that in the last show. <laughs> Why we thought I did? Because you know, then then actually it was Chris that sent me the weights of a bunch of different discards, and it was it was definitely no more than putting a really heavy tire on the bike, but it's not spinning like a tire does, and that makes a bigger difference. So, right. What does Jesse want to know, Jimmy? That's your cue. Oh, I'll, I'll say it. Jesse Gent got a tech question already. Bought and installed a Boysen Super Cooler for my. KTM 350 EXCF. That's the dual sport, right? Mm-hmm. Road Rocky Gap this weekend. Always a local. Seems like my bike still got hot and the fan kicked on as much as before. You got to go through there pretty fast not to kick on a fan, right? Right. And the bike got stall happy. Second question, if it feels like my back tire is spinning on the road. Oh, yeah, let's handle the first question. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so um, interesting. I had done a, a, a very extensive test on the Boysen Supercooler on a KTM 350. So I will tell you, if you put only the Boysen Supercooler on your bike, you will see 99.9% absolutely no change whatsoever in the cooling performance of your motorcycle. The only thing that I noticed is that maybe, and and it was confirmed with GPS data that was hooked up to a temperature sensor that I rode the exact same trail with a couple different um, setups, and one of them was the super cooler and the impeller, that if you ride the exact same trail, that thing, the temperatures basically are the same all the way through the trail. The only thing it did was that when the bike started getting hot initially, it didn't get as hot as quick. And we're talking about, I would say, like when you get to something, you're on on something where you're flowing, you're flowing air through the radiators, and you get to something where it's technical, where you you drop down a gear, maybe you have to use the clutch and stuff, and you see the bikes heat up. It didn't heat up as quickly initially, but it very quickly caught up. And then once you got to the place where you started – being able to cool the bike where, where there was airflow going back through the radiators and stuff again, just initially in the very beginning, it would cool down just a little bit quicker. And so it showed me that, yes, it's flowing more water, but 
unless you upgrade your entire system to handle whatever you're trying to, to create, it's part of a system. And if if your cooler is, you know, if your if your impeller is pumping more water, it might be pumping the water through the radiators a little bit quicker. And then eventually the radiators catch right back up and they get too hot and then they start performing as they will. And it doesn't matter how fast you're flowing the water through there mm-hmm. in, in general, in the, in the grand, grand scheme of things. So it's, it's all part of a system. But I will tell you, Jesse – oh, wait. I think it's, let's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's go into question part of question number right. two. It ties into this. Second question. If it feels like my back tire is spinning on the rocks, but it really is not – is it actually my clutch plates slipping? Just thinking something is getting overheated somewhere. Yes. Ding, ding, so, ding. so ding, ding, exactly. Here's the, here's, this is a catcher. I would, I would bet more than I'm willing to lose that the majority of the heat that's causing the problem in your motorcycle is generated from the clutch. Now, I don't know if you, if you're just normal clutch or have a recluse or what, whatever it is, but, Slipping the clutch is like lighting a fire inside there, and it, and it basically heats up the oil, and then the oil goes through the rest of the motor, and it just the heat radiates, and it, and it's really hard for the it's really hard for the water passing through the water jackets to cool the small amount of oil as it's flowing back into the bottom end and getting reheated. Very quickly, this all happens, and the oil works very well at high temperatures. Coolant, not so much. Coolant has a ceiling, mm-hmm. so. This is where your thing is. Now, if here's here's how to check. If if your back tire is spinning, it feels like your back tire is spinning. Um, first of all, check your check your it's the left hand. Check your left hand and make sure that you're not touching the touching clutch. That thing. We know about it. We've talked about this before. Um, that you're not trying to reduce the power with the clutch. That's what a lot of people do. And you can check this just on level ground. Go ride down the street. Put it in third gear. And don't touch the clutch, and then start rolling the throttle on and dragging the brake at the same time, and then touch the clutch. If when you touch the clutch, it really revs up, your clutch is good. If you touch the clutch and it doesn't make much of a difference, your clutch is slipping. Or if you can, you know, drag the brake and roll the throttle on, and it keeps revving up as you're rolling the throttle on, and you're not accelerating speed, okay. so you're putting an artificial load up against the motor, and the clutch, if it's bad, will start to slip, and you can feel it when you're doing it on. You know, on a on a nice good traction surface. Try this, and that'll tell you whether your clutch is good or bad. But if your clutch is slipping at all, that's contributing to the heat. I have not found that the KTM three fifty needs any sort of additional help in the cooling department under normal use. If you're going to really ride it on tight technical trails, putting a radiator fan on helps because usually when you start going really slow, there's not the airflow passing through the through the radiator and this the fan will usually do enough to uh, keep that thing in check it'll still boil every once in a while or you know spit a little steam but you'd be surprised at how much steam you have to spit out before it runs away before yeah. you're in a in a in a world of hurt and and and, and, and you know that trail obviously no oh, rocky gap with no i'm not sure it's the one between level and into the uh it's the rock garden between level canyon and it goes over into Vegas there. Oh. So a, a fan it's like would... A, it's like a super highway. <laughs> Most of it. There I is rode an section. adventure bike with a trailer yeah, through yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Did that one? Yeah, okay. That one. Yeah. But, <laughs> okay. But as long as the fan is kicking off and then kicking 
uh, kicking on and then kicking off. Which... And I and I didn't ride on the main thing. I went down in the canyon. I stayed, yeah, the, fir- I, I, the first I, half I, of it's fine. Yeah, I started to ride like down on the bottom. Too. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. So, okay, I know where that's the, the, at now. Yeah, now yeah, I know. you know it. I, mean, I don't know the know. names of things. You got to go at our way, or else you got to pay to do it this way. Oh yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we're, so, they yeah let, I know which way you do they it. Let, they let they let I would do it. They let poor people from Prump in for free. For free. All right, yeah, yeah. Was, if you get to the rock rock. but the fa- <laughs> anyhow, the fan, as long as it's kicking off, it's doing. It's, it's doing your its cooling job. system is working, right? Correct. It's, if it's when it won't kick off and then things start to run on, away, stays on. Yeah. So kicking it on and off, it is a slow section. It's steep. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know how fast he's going through there, but. It should be kicking on and off, correct? Yeah, and those rocks so, are. So those, he should. I'm not. What I'm saying is he doesn't those, really have a problem. Those they, rocks are slippery. They are slippery, so his tire, and they're, and his they're tire, big, and they're his tire may be sli- slipping. Uh, suggest a uh, Kenda Equilibrium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's on a dual sport. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that's what I. So on my 500, 480 mile ride, that's what I had on the back. It was okay. one that had a thousand miles on it before I. Uh, I say, I'm trying to think. Probably had about four hundred, now five hundred miles on it before I started that ride, and now it has another five hundred. And it, I got one really good. It had a moose in it. Had one really good gash. <laughs> I clipped something, and yeah. it 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 cut the tire pretty good. So, but <laughs> it's probably done. It, it it probably has another. Actually, I wouldn't take it off because they actually work pretty good when they're worn out. So, um. Chris Smith says I heard Honda switching to uh, Husaberg five seventy wheels. Yeah, there we go, because they uh, can handle all that power. Well, yeah. the 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 power that uh, Chase put into it was in a, a a different kind of direction. So I don't think anything that yeah, quite the... that was. Yeah, I I watched that, and you can actually start seeing the wheel fold when he when it finally grabbed yeah. when it grabbed traction because the, the bars were turned. He was losing. He started losing traction and losing, you know, losing balance, kind of, kind of up in that rut. And imagine riding next to a curb and trying to turn up the curb, mm-hmm. and and you know where, where the tire is not going to climb out of this rut. It looked like that's yeah. how deep that rut was, and he was just on the other side of of balance. On and that. don't underestimate how steep supercross jumps are. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, then, and then and then he hit a curb that was in front of him. Yeah, was, that that it was, it that was way too. Kind of like a wall. Un, man, so bummed. That was that was. Yeah, ugly. that was kind of sad. Um, let's see. Run the uh, run the the Moto Z's tire. There's short. All right. Uh, that that could be where you're spinning. <laughs> um, in my experience, so. Uh, Trey says, "Fair enough. He'll see me in a few weeks." Oh, he's a student that was looking for the the last little, minute discount. Yeah, yeah, good good for him. I mean, I'm always oh, I'm a bargain. His, look at he's a street back racer too. I'm a bargain shopper. Yeah, based oh, yeah. on the photo. Well, yeah, those guys are. Do you fun, think fun we, to watch learn? Yeah, because I, I kind of like watching them. They, they 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 start out on the other side of the motorcycle. You, yeah, we put them on they, top. They of almost it. always get my most improved player. Yeah. They Which do. Well, it's, it means so, nothing because I'm nobody. <laughs> well, you get to talk to students next time. Next yeah, time, you've, you've been approved. Can I get? A, can I give out a most improved player trophy? Which will be nothing, but maybe, we should a, do maybe that. a bear. It's just a George a, sticker. A, a George. Uh, st- oh yeah, we'll get him a. a no, that's like a, that's, a, a Jorge graphic kit. The, <laughs> the George. The George sticker is like the is like the tag of shame. It's like it's like you got. You Why got, do I got him on everything? <laughs> well, it's like I said. I get it. Oh, I get it. You don't see him on my stuff, do you? No, no. Well, I, I have some full graphics. You got a full graphics, but you paid the entry. So, <laughs> um, Daniel C mentions the wrong oil can ruin wet clutches. That is absolutely correct. And uh, Jamie Schomburger says uh, thoughts on the new T7 raid. 
I really want to ride one. I think that it's funny because I looked at it and some of the things I complained about, which were fuel range, number one. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the only things to complain about it. Is it a new platform or is it just like a new version? I think it's, a, it's the same one. They just added some things to yeah, it. Yeah, but. And, and it has better suspension. And if they if they improve the suspension they have, that's just upward trajectory. Just that's better. Icing. Uh. It, and it's because it's not bad. So those two things are the things that stick out to me. I guess it gets some more digital features. You can connect your phone to it. And we talked about this on last week's show. Yeah, I heard that. Um, but I think uh, I'd like to I'd like to ride one. I'd like to have one probably. Um, Paul Torres has been coming out with a new T7 raid video. I'm sure it will be epic. Uh, it'll be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that dude. Huh? It's everything you don't want to do on an adventure bike, but you think you could. He makes it look pretty easy. Yeah. So, oh, here we go. Victor, what does Victor want to know? If I go a little bigger in my piston, two-stroke engine, do I have to lean the carb and change the pilot and main jets currently have a 55 pilot and a 170 main should i go to a 50 178 what bike um it it it, well it's it's kind of in my experience if you're gonna go like a bigger bore i don't i don't know if he's actually doing i think he said a little bit bigger so i don't think you mean he's like taking a 250 to a 300 or a 125 to a 144 I think he's talking about like an oversized piston. Just an oversized? Yeah. That's yeah. what I would call a little bit bigger piston. No, it, I wouldn't change it. If your jetting was yeah. good when you took it out, even with the even with those other kits, I always start with the with what was in there if I know it was good. Mm-hmm. I don't just arbitrarily, you know, boost it because, you know, unless somebody gives me a jetting spec that I trust. Yeah. You know, the manufacturer recommends doing this. Then I'll say, okay, I'll, I'll do this. And a lot of times... Yeah, and he is they, an oversized, not a big bore. Okay. So yeah, don't don't worry about this. Just just put if you if it was running good before. And Victor's a CR five hundred guy, by the way. Oh. Yeah. Oh it, boy. Actually, actually, he he is probably hoarding CR five hundreds, knowing Victor. He's probably he's collecting that guy. them. Yeah, he's got it. Probably not in a bad idea for that. If for financially. And, and George throws in raise the needle one. <laughs> so, the um, anyways, if it's running good before you took it apart and you're not doing major modifications, put it back together that way. Some I know some people that would like you know bump a main jet size or something and break in and all these different things, but I never did. I just put them back together and it was running good. I'm just careful when I when I ride it, you know, to see hey did did something change? Did it change it? And I've I've had bikes that maybe I rode a little bit too long and this is back in the old days on my YZ125s where I'd made some jetting changes and then I freshened it up and all of a sudden it's like, "Whoa, this is That's what I was going to say, would freshening it up would probably change that more than and obviously higher and I want to say that compression that, that I that when I, compression I freshened ratio. them up, I needed to let me think about this. This is this is going to take a little brain power here. To remember what was what did I do to them, and then because I had this old, if anything, more fuel probably. I had this old eighty six YZ one twenty five, and I just used that was my kind of practice bike, and I remember I used to let it go for a long time, and then I freshen up, and I had to change the jetting, and I'm trying to remember. I want to say that I richened it up. It would it would run rich when it the ring started getting worn and the piston was worn, and I and I and I and then. I would have to lean it out, and then I would richen it back up. That's kind of what I would I ride would it and would go, guess. man, this thing's lean. I don't want to blow it up, and I'd richen it back up. So, yes. 
Um, and uh, Victor TW, you're picking on the wrong guy. If you start picking on Victor, you're saying he rides a tuk tuk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'll 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 show you some of that Mexican ingenuity. Ingenuity. <laughs> he'll he'll uh, he's got it. So um, David Potts. Okay, you read it. Tech question on brakes. I ride the rear brake heavily and overheat them at times. I just replaced my rear brake pads on my 2020 501 FE with Galfer pads, and they don't come with the heat shield. I called Galfer, and they said their pads are better, so the heat shield is not needed. What's the real scoop on this? Um, okay, David, my experience is that Galfer um, makes some of the best brake pads out there. Agreed. They, they have... They usually have a couple different pads for different bikes with different needs. Some last a little bit longer. Um, what, what, what's he mean the pad with the heat shields? I honestly so, don't know what that is. So means. like Hondas, a lot of Hondas have a little stainless steel pad between it. And I, I don't, uh, okay, is that what that there's, is? There's, I noticed some. Okay. Yeah, they have that little, they little so pad between in the it. Piston and, and, and the. And sometimes there's a ceramic. There's also ceramic, ceramic, ceramic pads. And they're generally between the piston side pad only. Ah, okay. They're, they're, they're not, not on the they're not on the outside, the pull yeah. side or whatever. And and some of those pads will pull off. It's actually a separate part. It'll pull off the pad, and you can you know you can install because the pads are supposed to be exact same shape. Sure. So a lot of pads have coatings on them that that have some heat displacing um, capabilities and things like this. But if you okay, so but if you're a brake dragger, you go into a whole different category. <laughs> so I was gonna say yeah. there, there's like there's like normal use and then there's brake dragging, and brake dragging is the kind of thing where you're just always building heat in that thing and it just has no place to go. You think about where's that heat gonna go? You know, once the rotor heats up, once the pads start heat up, it starts getting into the caliper, it starts getting into the fluid. It just and this keeps, is a problem when it gets in the fluid. That's when it's so problem. the the interesting thing is their EBC makes. A brake pad specifically for brake draggers. They it, they're red and it's kind of funny. You see red, yeah. I don't they're, like them either, but they're freaking horrible for me. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> they're horrible for somebody who doesn't because they need to be very hot before the. They, they're they're like a they're like an on off switch when they're cold. I think they're the most money you could spend on a pad too. For Dude, I thought they were inexpensive. Oh, maybe I'm wrong on that. Yeah, I think they're this. I know I, I didn't like them. Though. I see them on a lot of used bikes I buy, or just a lot of clients that I that I, that, that come here. I see them, and I'm like, I, I especially when I see them on the front because I have not known too many front brake draggers in road racing. There is, but so I've seen them on the front of bikes, and I'm like, uh, you know, they they stand out. I'm like, uh, why'd you get that? And it's like, well, that's what the dealer sold me. And either the dealer didn't know or you didn't. it was mm -hmm. the cheapest one or maybe they maybe said these last forever. Which, by the way, if you don't drag your brake, these mm -hmm. pads will last forever and they could potentially wear your rotor out depending on <laughs> your brand and all this other stuff. So they make brake pads for this. I don't believe Galfer makes – I think they make a harder one, but I don't believe that they actually make one that is – a, a quote brake dragger mm. type of thing. If you're really dragging the brakes and you don't want to stop – and by the way, if you're dragging the rear brake, it's slowing you down. And nobody wants to be a slow rider. I can mm -mm. teach you how to stop doing that and why it doesn't work. Um, but that's a whole that's a whole that's a that's subject a for a, a better a better rider podcast. Yeah, now yeah. live on Spotify, Google, uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Everybody thinks Matt doesn't work, but he ah. works really hard making uh, my life the man behind the scenes easier. <laughs> uh, and Bob's waving his hand here? like the windmills. 
like ceramic red cups. So cups for motorcycles. Okay, so and if that would help really fix that. A ceramic oh, brake cup. Because it wouldn't a steel one or whatever. It wouldn't conduct the heat as well and and put it into the <clears throat> to the conventional metal ones. If yeah, if you want to go, but um, there there's there's definitely um, some options out there. But I I think as far as as brake pads go, you know, golfers are kind of my go to. If especially if I want to alter the feel of the brakes, like if I think they're too grabby, sometimes the so for me, uh, KTM brakes are typically the the we'll call it either the strongest or the grabbiest it depends on what you ride all the time um and i remember that i could go from the if i if i wasn't riding ktms all the time and i started getting used to a honda or yamaha brakes which were both very good in different ways i would say yamahas would be the least grabby the least strong hondas were usually the standard they were like right down the middle great feel great strength and ktms were more bitey high strength a little bit grabby and so if i had to switch from you know if i'd been riding a honda i went to a ktm and i wanted it you know like i was going to race it or something like that i would actually go to the galfer pads because they had a a, a what we'll called a more consistent feel i didn't lose any of the strength but i didn't have as much bite and and this is i don't know how the regular guy would ever know this unless they got a chance to to test it and ap brakes had brakes that were they were insane because they had they they were like another level of of less grabby, way more power at the end. Like mm-hmm. like it made your it made your lever pull more progressive, and they wore quite a bit more. So you All couldn't right. you couldn't do like long distance races, especially on the rear with these things. But they gave you more feel for a bike that usually is kind of more like an on and off switch. So. Um, I, EBCs were for me most just kind of standard issue replacements until they came out with these reds. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like, what's well, they, they? You know what? They probably least, know what they're doing. At though. least they, you know, and that's that's good for people. At least right? at the, if you're gonna, at it. least at the magazine when I was there, they prepped us on this. They said, "Hey, these are for the, this. This is how what I know. For, yeah. This is what it's for." And they told us what they designed good. them for. I, I like and, that thinking. Because they, they were having a problem with, like, at GNCCs, the guys that would smoke their brakes halfway through a three-hour race. And they're like, we designed these. So they work. And you go to a GNCC or even a National Enduro and listen to these guys. Actually, go sit in the pits at a National Enduro. And what's the first thing they change when the riders come in? Rear brake pads. <laughs> so or at least the last time I was at one, that's why. All right. So, Okay. We're we're getting questions galore. I thought I know, we were, yeah. I thought it was going to be a, a well. We have a lot of YouTube and Facebook questions we need to get to. Okay, we're well. going to get to those. We're going to do the next five here. All right, and then we're going let's to the do, going to the sheets. Okay, Jesse Gent again. What's your opinion on replacing all my stock radiator hoses with Samco hoses and removing the thermostat? Is the radiator fan triggered from the third? Is the radiator fan triggered from the thermostat? Just wondering if a fan would still be able to work with the thermostat removed. Jesse, are you as dumb as me and you forget what we talked about like, you know, a month or two or a year ago? Because I know I've covered this before. Um, hoses make no difference. Uh, you might get stronger, more durable. Uh, I kind of, the ATM hoses have gotten pretty thin. Have they, have you ever had a failure? That, yeah, that, that wasn't that, that yeah. wasn't that wasn't that was induced like, by no, a stick no, 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 or, or a no, crash. No. Okay, so that's outside the scope. I mean, the, sure, the, but they have to have some sort of durability, of course. But they, they've right. gotten thinner over the years. They are 
I haven't noticed this, but then again, I haven't had I haven't had to pull any KTM's apart uh, to to to, to, ver- to verify this. My three hundred is not going to ever come apart. Mine's <laughs> um, because because that's the new that's the newest one I have. So yeah. the um, to kind of to kind of step back, taking the thermostat out is a is a little bit of a, a risk reward thing. It's not going it, to you're going to take something out that you think could be impeding the flow of water, but if it's performing properly, it's impeding the flow of water to keep your temperature at the right temperature. So um, do you take the thermostat out of your car? No. They work. They're just it's a and it's a three dollar part in a car. We used to try it when cars overheated. Tell the thermostat out, man. It would get hot. Well, yeah. The radiator doesn't. The, the water has to stay in a radiator for a for it to cool down. Yeah. So yeah. you you stop it there for a second. Yeah. There's there's I I would I would I would if they put it in the bike they design it in the system I would leave it there. So no, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it. Uh, I know race bikes don't have these, but then again, race bikes are supposed to be running at, at a high rpm optimum temp premium and you warm them up and they expect you to so that's the uh that's the answer next one what does beef want to know beef uh, moto oh beef moto late to the party who's shorty going to ride with needs to see him back into car shorty's going to ride with me let's do it guys the factory husaberg team you haven't heard yeah. about this yet yeah. we're we're, uh, we're, we're gonna, gonna buy launch. some 450 stickers for it to get around yeah the we're gonna yeah we're gonna have a 570 it's gonna have 450 stickers, stickers on, on it. it's already designed like a rally bike you know it's got the the the, 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 the throttle body where it needs uh, to be gas tanks and uh, all sorts of weird spots yeah so yeah, that's what where, else even more than one that's rally where he's bike. gonna be at they put gas tanks and weird spots on those things um and then chris gives very <laughs> sage advice um dave if you overheat your brakes often, change out the fluid often. If it looks dark, change it. That's a great idea. That's, yeah, that's good, solid advice. Yep. Oh, and George replied to somebody, is the answer incorrect? It, it should start with, please take one of my stickers and... <laughs> <laughs> replying to George Jen. If I'm of the opinion that coolant needs to be sp- spend some time in the radiator to cool, that's kind of what I said. I had a friend take it out of the track bike, and yeah, same thing I said. Yeah, yeah. It needs to it needs to slow down into the radiator, or else the radiator is what cools it. Nothing else, right? It's all part of the system. It's it's. But it's, I mean, the only time that coolant's getting any cooler is when is it's in when the radiator. radiator. Yeah, and when you in in a lot of times, if you put bigger radiators on, you know, they just put you know large increased flow radiators and stuff like that, and then the bike runs too cool. Doesn't run at the run at the right temperature. If there's it's, anything you know about fuel injection, it does kind of like its right it, temperatures. Well, it's like a perfectly jetted bike. It runs it, perfectly it, it well. likes its perfect right yeah. temperatures. Yeah, yeah. Next, next, uh, maybe Victor. Sure. Make sure the slider pins are lubed on your calipers. Uh, That's good keep, advice too. It is, yeah. Yep. Keep the keep the drag down, especially for a brake dragger. Yeah, for a brake dragger, it'll, it'll cook the grease yeah. on the on the on the pins. Yep. Would you and, would you, say, you you did say that kind of Yamahas and KTM's are kind of that op, opposite spectrums? Would you say those have kind of they've all kind of getting closer to meeting in the middle these days? Oh, absolutely. So so would I. I've noticed yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'm I, I'm going from a history of sure. you know, starting to test back bikes back in 1986. Uh huh. So there was a big difference. It, KTM's were a little too jabby. Would you say that? Hey, and, my, and my Yamaha had a drum brake. Well, we know that is no good. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, who are we talking about drum brakes? Was it you? Well, I was, me. I was yeah. showing you the, You're the, showing me. the the little arrow on the on the on the on the 
lever thing that shows when the pad, you know, wear indicator on the thing, because you can't see inside of it. Some people never take their wheels off, so... Yeah, uh, I've often wondered what why they still put them on some of the cheaper bikes. They look more expensive to make. Listen to this. John Griffin says he, on his Baja bike, he put the heat shield off a Yamaha pad and installed it on their Galfer pads. So I'm telling John, you need to get those brake draggers off your team and get some real riders on there. Because touching that rear brake slows you down. Every racer should know this. Rear brake slows you down, and you don't want to go slow. Mm-hmm. Use your rear brake for control. Front brake for slowing down. <laughs> okay, let's get on to these questions here. Um, don't forget that uh, discount code. If you're a beginner rider, and of course, there's no beginner riders on this show that watch this show. But if None. they want to teach a beginner rider. Right. If you want to teach a beginner rider, then you should go to jimmylewisoffroad.com and check on our uh, – have them. Because mm-hmm. you, you don't even want to get caught dead there. If you're looking at that and like someone looks over your shoulder, you close out the browser, browser as if you're looking at porn. You do not want anybody to see this, but tell them to go to www.jimmylewisoffroad.com. Go to the online courses. Use Tech Talk 22 as the code to save. All right. And you can uh, give this uh, give these as a gift. Gift, too. Yeah. Gift away. Gift them. Stocking stuffers, man. <laughs> Virtual <Okay>. stocking stuffers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our first question is from Bryce. Hey, guys, love the show. Just wanted to grab your thoughts on stainless steel expansion chambers. Cheers. Whoa. (laughs) Believe it or not, I've tested this before. I've tested stainless steel expansion chambers and aluminum expansion chambers. There was a guy. He was big in the jet ski industry, and he was – I think it was called Factory Pipe. And the guy still – he was a well-known two-stroke pipe guy. And – but there – I don't know if I wonder where the stainless one came from, but good God, did it sound weird? Oh, really? It actually sounded quite a bit different. These were cone pipes. I was gonna guess. Yeah, it was a cone pipe. Nobody production made one, right? There were stamped aluminum I mean, ones. There were some stamped aluminum ones that were, but they changed the character of the bike and in not in a good way. <laughs> and and I don't know, and I don't know that it just wasn't. Um, and it was a small thing. It was, you had to, you know, you could feel it though. It was in, and you know, we tried changing jetting to see if it changed it, and, and it didn't. It was just, it, it just like any pipe, you know, especially on a two-stroke. You put them on the bike, and they would actually alter the way that the bike, you know, felt power-wise. And there was so much to do with the sound, you know, like we all hear four strokes and more yeah. sound, and you know, you feel there sure. was there was definitely some of that going on there. The resonation, the way it sounded, the way it resonates. Um, yeah. But uh, and, and and I think it had something to do, especially on the two stroke, the way it held heat. I don't I don't know that the that the, the I don't know this for a fact. I don't even I don't remember it that well. But um, I don't know if the stainless would hold the heat the same way that, like the aluminum would, you know, mm-hmm. heating and cooling and different things like that. Right. So I mean, obviously, if you know it was better, it would have taken off on a factory <laughs> level, right? And it never did. Yeah, there'd be titanium pipes. Be, and yeah. hey, there, there's titanium pipes. And I'm trying to think if I've ever I've ridden them on a, four strokes. A tie two-stroke? A tie two-stroke pipe. I have not. I, I don't think I've I, ever I've, seen one. But. I've seen one before, but I have not ridden. It was um, it was a kind of more of a show bike. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So if it was better, it would have taken off, right? I mean, that's stain- a that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. Well, in and sometimes at least, at least on factory level, and <laughs> even if and even if it was like okay, Honda. Okay, so Honda found out on 
whoever's bike that the the, the the titanium cone pipe is the the shit and they know there's no way we'd ever be able to produce it if it was going to make them win they would run it but sure. if if there was something in there where they said we can't do this because then everybody's going to expect us in production we can never do it and anybody outside that found out somebody else would be doing it somebody else yeah, yeah. And, and it's a small circle they would yeah. they find this they find sure, this stuff them. out yeah yeah, yeah that can't be there okay james riddle are there any aftermarket wire looms that clean up the rat's nest that KTM packs behind the headlight? It seems the Jap- I kind of agree with this. It seems the Japanese bike makers have been successful in keeping things streamlined. I was oh. surprised on my two-stroke that is a two-stroke doesn't have a lot of wires to it. It doesn't, and it has a heck of a wire nest behind that headlight that. KTM, looks like a weird afterthought. KTM used to be the best at, at really keeping it simple. Like Streamlining The old, old four-strokes used to have like two or yeah, three coming I, up I, there. I fully agree. Yeah, headlight neutral, you know, positive and, and ground and, and one off to the to the thing. And yeah, they've, they've added some more things. And so now they have a couple and I, and they have a couple dummy lights up there. You need some wires for those. And you have to have yeah, some, yeah, yeah. you know, EXC. We have some and, 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 and what he's talking about is the excess of wire. There's like, they ran a solid foot and a half of to host those like if you were going to put that dummy late out you could run it to the front of your fender really yeah i know there's some wires there's there, a but... lot of extra wire up there and it is not very tidy the way it's factory packed now are they worse than I, are they really worse than other manufacturers there i'm gonna say from what i've noticed yeah and i'm only yeah i I, I mean, it's not I, the end of the world or nothing, but it, KTM goes through such extremes to kind of find every... They have the smallest wires. It, it, yeah, yeah. They go through every little extreme to whew, save a little mouse farts worth of weight. Right. And then they kind of do that. It's, and then they it, add to... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 yeah, I know you don't have a good answer for that. I don't I don't have a good... I don't. But I guess, does anybody make good aftermarket wire looms? Maybe okay. he could check it out. I don't know. If, no, no aftermarket wire looms. Why? Why is this a problem? It's, it's not back. a problem. No. No. I mean, for him. But why? if you are well, OCD people, when they, I mean, you don't even see it until you pull the front plate. Right. Off. Oh, you know, I get, I get this. I'm, I'm yeah, sitting there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. I'm sitting there thinking, is there a solution or? Well, hey, hold on. Uh, the the windmill is swinging its wings, and the funny thing is, uh, so I may have purchased some bikes from a certain person over my time, a number of them. And this guy likes to like knock off every ounce he can for some stupid reason. I mean, I mean, because uh, he can or he has time or whatever. He read about it on the internet, like trying to make bikes light or something. <laughs> Are we talking about our windmill? The windmill, yeah. And I would say every single bike that I've bought from Bob has a wiring issue induced by the former owner <laughs> in an effort to correct Trim. some of. Maybe this, I don't know. But Bob, Probably. what do you have to say uh, for yourself? Well, I mean, to, to, to help this show. In case of the KTM, more wire costs more money. Right. So they're going to increase their price point if they have extra wire. More wire? No, more wire. I mean, no, they would do less. There's a reason for it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, sure they've figured out a reason why. I'm sure that wire loom probably fits multiple bikes and things like that. Oh, okay. And if you're running like a XC like I am, that doesn't Need. have all the electrical features up. But like that's headlights. the same harness as the EXC. I'm guessing it's the same harness and things like that. It is surprisingly 
Look at it. It is a little bit not KTM style. I'll be honest with you. It's, it's so not the end of the world at all to me, but I don't care. The basic harness has all the good connectors on it, and it's sealed, and it's real simple, and it's all the stuff on the EXC, the, the afterthought stuff that they went down to Radio after, Shack and got the connectors. Right. Oh, you're, oh, okay. Because so the, there's, there's a... The bare bones wire harness has got the better connectors and oh, stuff. Yeah, that's how you tell. Hold on. Big John Perkins says, there is no shot there is more wire back there than the betas. He's probably typing that while he's um, driving yeah, back from... Protecting uh, turtles, buddy. Protecting turtles? Oh, what else he's saving up there? Uh, keeping them from getting stolen up there. I, I, don't know. I heard he's keeping aliens for friends. That too. He's yeah, friend yeah. friending aliens. Uh -uh. He's on a whole different network. I'm surprised he's back on the Earthling side of things there. <laughs> John, we had a spot for you over here at the side of the table. We'd like to have you yeah. back. That's a nice picture of you roosting, by it the way. It is not bad, on your, right? On your post. Super thing. jelly. I wish I had a picture yeah. like that. I might steal it. <laughs> yeah, steal it? But I'll steal it. That's what I would you do. don't come around enough. <laughs> well, how do you know that's not actually you, Jimmy? <laughs> me? Yeah. yeah, you know it's not me. I oh, maybe it's me. Because uh, I'm the rad action model photographer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is a sick picture. Okay. Big What's next? Okay. Bill Hall. What rear tire does Jimmy run on his personal 500 EXC for Rocky Desert Single Trail? Size, manufacturer, tube, tubeless, tire balls, uh, or moose bib? I never see no tire balls around here, but <laughs> all the above except for tire balls. Okay, I would say so. So Jimmy's personal choice is uh, in it, in it. So there's two tires are my go-to tires. I like the Kenda Parker DT. Uh, one twenty one hundred mm -hmm. on the bikes three fifty and up, and then three fifty and down. I'll run a, a one ten one hundred, just depending. Yeah. But uh, I will run um, tubes anytime, mooses almost anytime. I have some tubeless setups that are kind of. I have them and there's a lot of them out there actually. Yeah. Surprised. Yeah. I have them and most of them came on, on other bikes that I've bought and stuff and, and I've tested them. So I have a few systems of that, so I'll run those sometimes. Um, never tire balls, but, um, that's, that's the, that's carts. the personal setup. If and, what size front tire? Oh, fronts, uh, the Kenna Parker DT almost exclusively. Mm -hmm. Um, ninety. What is 90. it? Ninety, ninety, one hundred, ninety, one hundred, not the eighty. Oh, Twenty-one. Oh no, 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 no. Wait, no. I'm sorry. It's not the ninety. It's the eighty. 80. It's 80. not the. It absolutely. I was gonna not say. The, I think I see more eighties out there than no, anything. because because I actually was testing a tire that was a ninety, ninety, one hundred. It was a big. It was the fatty. It was big, a fatty tire. Sucker. And I was testing it for a couple of reasons, um, and uh, to see just to see what it did. And there's some stuff it does great. Other stuff it does bad, and it's a, it's a big for me. It's a big. I really like this, and I really don't like this. So I'd rather have something a little bit more down the middle. And the eighty on the Parker looks a little bit bigger than your average eighty to me. But yeah, that's just me. it's a it's a little. I think it's a little. Is it a? It, it, I to me it looks like a, a little, little bit wider, a little yeah. bit yeah a little. I, th I want to say a little bit smaller. Oh, but okay, yeah, you it, definitely got. But it's more. It's just because the knobs are so more open. They are. Space. It's a unique tire, yeah. And always run. I always run them both front and rear in the hard direction, hundred percent. Yeah. So. 
We going to the windmill over there? He can't. Mention what? How to how to go hard with them? Okay. Yeah, hard direction. Yeah, absolutely hard direction. Intermediate, no way. Yep. Johnny Humphreys, in regards to the Johnny Campbell handlebar video, would love some caveat on bars for people with hand and wrist issues. Any exceptions like flex bars, knockoffs, special compound bars, sweep, etc., for hand pump, carpal tunnel, ECT. So. The funny thing is we did talk a lot about bar bend and stuff with Johnny last week, and we did completely ignore kind of that whole vibration um, stuff. So I run flex bars. I, I've, I've run flex bars like literally since they first started making them, and they've gotten a lot better. They've just done some things, especially adding the rebound damping on them. I'm a big, big fan, and I've tested almost every other bar dampening system. There's some new bars that have... There's some carbon bars that have some sort Twisted of or flex like some, characters. Yeah. I, I tested some early versions of those, and then they had problems, and I didn't test them after that. Um, so I don't know specifically about this. But almost every other system, and I will tell you that just like everything, it's personal. So the reason I run the flex bars, and, and, and a lot of my bikes, I run it in conjunction with the BRP damper, the the their the i love that that i like flexing i like that so it's it's all kind of for me it's part of a system that i've come to trust and i know i use the scott stamper sub mount brp you know makes that makes the the upper piece that bolts on and then my flex bars and 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 depending on the height i want the bar i adjust the the height of the flex bar that's quote my system is it the best for everybody hell no um it's i like that kit i well i think most and i i feel like the I think so. So it's in my world, and I like I've had the opportunity to try all these different things. It's the best give for the take you get. Mm-hmm. So so there's the Mako system, which is which I, yeah. So it has it it isolates the bars quite a bit, and it it you so you run a standard bar inside of a very mm-hmm. um, uh, it's a top turbo clamp that does it, and the for me the problem with that one is that. I lose some of the front end feel, like, mm-hmm. and you know I can feel a, a, a discard, on the mm-hmm. bottom of the, my front fork. So I have a lot of feel for the front end, but so I lose this little bit of feel that most people may not even lose. They might not, mm-hmm. and that bar will move around, but the bar is kind of connected. Yeah, and and when we start talking about like, it's because they move in all directions yeah they 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 move side side up down but they the bar kind of stays the bar always stays the same in the in the the, it it isolates it from the motorcycle Mm -hmm. which is to some that's a great thing to others with like me it's it's well the flex bars keep you connected to the bike and they take the the hits and the shock out that kind of get to your wrists so the other thing that's kind of interesting is the vibration that comes through like how much vibration goes see that i find better with the brp right so i don't think the flex bar cuts the vibration down very much mm-hmm. it does a little bit not very much and and so that's why i use them in conjunction although it does take take some out i i the vibration doesn't bother me and on the brp it depends on which mounts you have which color elastomers you have on mm-hmm. which vibration gets transmitted back yep. up to the bike yeah so it's funny because I was riding my newer to me 2019, no 18. What year was 19. your bike? 19, 18, 
18, Your 300, it's a 19. No, 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 my, my 500. Oh. Maybe it was a 17, I don't know. It was a newer, so I, I'm off the, off the old 2014, and I'm up to the newer one, and I don't like this bike as much as my older ones. I don't like the transmission ratios. First gear's too high, sixth gear's too low. So the box got a little bit closer. They're too tight. And then vibration in the, at the RPM that, that I ride, love. Yeah. The, this lower RPM, it, it's more. So when I'm cruising down the road, especially at like, like kind of the, we'll call it the legal speed limits, you know, the, the 61 to, 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 to 60, the vibration mm. is bad mm. on that bike compared to my old one. My old yeah. one will go that speed and it doesn't vibrate at all. So I'm going to go from the red elastomers to the, to the, to the blue elastomers. Ah. I'm going to try this because I, I want to get on the BRP on that Not particular bike on that particular bike on that. Yeah. On the BRP on mm-hmm. that because the flex doesn't change. The vibration doesn't change with the elastomers. Vibration remains kind of constant, but you can also put bar ends in the flex bars. You know, they make, they actually flex, you know, mm-hmm. fast company makes bar ends that, you know, damp vibration dampers that, go that into your bars. Yep. There's all different ways you can do this. And it really depends on what you're trying to, you know, what you're trying to go. But um, I know what cured the vibe. The best for me was taking your class. I because I got a handful of metal, and this <laughs> hand does it, it vibes. It it goes numb. I was easy. I was not even going to go there. Well, and you well, you don't really know this because you know how to do it right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm I'm loving it. Just stroke the ego. Come nah, no, nah, I'm not. I'm trying to not trying to do that. But I'm like, yeah. I did have vibration problems with this. I got a hand, a lot of hardware in it because you were and, hanging on too hard. And a lot of other things, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was I was on uh, using a lot too much weight on my hands, etc. Yeah, and I had all the anti vibe stuff in the world, and now you see my bike; it's pretty much well. The handlebars are just the way they come. I don't need any of it anymore, and my <laughs> hand my hand doesn't go numb. Right. Hope that sound doesn't last the whole show. Right. No, no, that just started. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about on here. No, so. we hear one, one of the Jimmys touched something. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> That would have been me, evidently. You know me. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, hold hold on a second. Jimmy, quit touching the buttons. <laughs> Satan just showed up. Yeah, he's trying to keep us in check here. Had to do that, right? All George, right. At least once. George took it away from me last show. Oh, he wanted it all for himself. <laughs> all for himself. Like, I couldn't. I, I tried to bait him to try to get that back. Next question. All right. Elect, uh, Ollie Christopher. Give us the next question. This is from good old Ollie Christopher. Electric water pumps and Supercross. LOL. How about these goofballs take the money for the electric water pump and take your class instead? <laughs> oh, man. This is like du- we're doubling up on the on the uh, good time for to the, close the show down or something. Yeah. No, I didn't we mean to just do call it. The, it, the, it, the, it I didn't want to start something. But here Jimmy, we go. Jimmy Lewis, <laughs> buy me a taco by coming to my yeah. class show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. It's, it's the uh, Better Rider Tech Talk uh, crossover. Well, I, you know, I'm, uh, I'm obviously, I, I really, when we talk about all this stuff, whatever we're talking about, all these different things, there's, there's a certain amount like, there's a certain amount like rider, and there's a certain amount like you know equipment, and until you're at, at a certain level as a rider, your equipment doesn't make much difference. It's amazing when I can take a guy off of a gal, either one, off of, let's just say, a competition bike. Like, they they mm-hmm. got a YZ250 to go trail riding on, and they're just struggling, struggling. And we put them on a CRF230, and all of a sudden, they can do all the things because 
the 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 equipment, the vehicle, it matches their it matches their skill. It's not overwhelming, intimidating, and so in the in the early you know the early phases of riding as you get better even if, even if you've been it doesn't matter how many years you've been riding or how much time you've been riding you may have been doing it for a long time because you and you don't know you're doing it wrong and then but having a bike that you can manipulate i always tell kids stay on a 125 you know ride mm-hmm. stay on the small bike for a while learn to learn to harness what that thing has and get yeah. the most out of it before you move up to the to the next thing and i see this a lot of times especially when you're you 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 all of a sudden you have the financial means to just go and buy all this stuff and you don't realize that that the manufacturer spent a lot of time developing and designing the bike to work for the average guy and you're kind of more like the average guy you're not at the the level that everybody thinks they are where they buy all this extra stuff i notice a lot of extra protection being put on bikes that don't get scratched And I mean, per, they got protectors for stuff that I don't even know you it's can hurt. Just, it's just like the trucks you see going down the road with every off-road overlanding They want thing. black no, swing arms and no, to look like and, not everybody else's swing arm. Yeah. No, Is that they, what you're saying? They have all the stuff known to man, and they it's never going to turn off the dirt road. They got the max tracks, and they're never mm-hmm. going to drive in sand. This this kind of thing. But it, it's it's the same thing with, like, I, I sometimes I stand back, and, and I'm trying to be, like, an expert here and not like pontificate but like just kind of know your size figure out what you really what you're what you're really working on when you start you know asking you know really deciding which direction to go are you getting the most out of what you have before you need i always find that it's better to have a need to you're trying to you know get the you know trying to fix the problem that you don't have Mm-hmm. And and because and it, it looks cool or it's got this and don't get me wrong, I want to support the industry. If you want to buy stuff and you want to you know have yeah, things, yeah. you know, bling it out before and you. There's some stuff out there. That, <laughs> there's you know. stuff that really really works. It, it's just I hope you need it. You know, you, if if your bike works perfect and, and your your wrists are good and your forks are good, you don't need flex bars. And I'm the biggest proponent for those things for certain certain things. They make good forks bad. And a lot of times, there's a characteristic of forks that I don't like, usually being a little initially stiff. You put flex bars on, like the old KTM 4CS forks. You could put flex bars on your motorcycle, and those forks actually weren't as bad because the, the bar would do the work that the fork wasn't doing and then also take a little run a little negative air pressure in there. There's another trick. But, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, George says I didn't mention equilibrium when I was on tires. Of course I did. did. I said the equilibrium. George was probably like pouring himself a tequila, which I need to do right now. Pontificate. Uh, I don't know what that means either, Victor. (laughs) Oh, it's that's when you get up on your pulpit. It's a, yeah, I know. And, and mm-hmm. you, you, yeah, ca- yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually, usually, uh, you know, held there by uh, force, and then you tell them what the hell you okay. they should be thinking. All right. All right. Next, we, we got next, one more from next, Gabriel Cop. Next free question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for free question, but no two dollar words like pontificate. <laughs> JD Jetting explained what is the best setting for the WR two fifty R. With big gun exhaust, flapper mod stock, flapper mod stock air filter. Oh, flapper mod and stock air filter. So, um, uh, Gabriel Comp, um, since in my infinite knowledge of everything and just being able to answer anything just off the cuff, I have 
No freaking idea. <laughs> whatever, whatever you took it out of the box in. Um, well, no. The, the cool thing about the JD tuner is that you get to learn what you like. Right? It will, it will do it. It has, it has really good instructions that explain, and and my video that you watched explained what the different settings do and how they feel and how you should approach this. So, I know you want me to say um, uh, green two red. Uh, wait, what? Blue, blue four, red six. You know, I, I know you want this, but I don't. I can't tell you that because I would have to have your bike with your tuner, and then we could ride it and do a couple things. And and but what's a flapper mod? Is that where they cut the airbox open or something? Uh, big gun exhaust scares me, but um, and like WR250R. That's the. Is that the street kind of the streetish one? I'm not actually I'm, I'm, sure. I don't. I didn't yes. know they had an R. Yeah. I so, mean, so what I know of R doesn't belong so, in front of so the, the R. So the flapper mod, I suspect, on that one, some sort of an emissions device that that that's doing something someplace. Yeah, I don't have a lot of experience with those uncorked or whatever they call yeah, that. Uncorked. Huh? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I can't give you that. I don't know. I like to say I don't know when I don't know. <laughs> uh, should we go to do some of uh, those commercials? I believe we should because it is uh, 8.15. commercial time. Commercial time. And hey. We'll come back with uh, Rooster Endo. Hey, uh, uh, ex- ex- excuse me, Victor, pontificate. <laughs> so, okay. Get out of the house. Adelanto Grand Prix is back. March 18th through 20th, the stadium will be rocking. Bike squats, side-by-sides, pit bikes, kids' races, and more. $15 weekend passes. Camping available. It'll be a weekend full of pure adrenaline. Brought to you by Best in the Desert and the formal king himself, Ty Davis. Come out on March 18th through 20th and enjoy the family fun. Get more info at AutolantoGP.com. What's up, Moto Buddies? Mike here from Taco Moto Co. What is the Taco Touch? It's the best service in the industry. Virtually 24-7 tech support via email or text. And it's like having a dirt bike doctor on call every day of the year, helping you fix your bike or recommend parts or setups for you. If you've ever received an order from us, you know that the Taco Touch extends to our fulfillment and our orders come with the coolest stickers that you've ever had, uh, buying parts from anybody before, and a handful of root beer barrel candies. Um, All of our Taco Moto co-branded components come with a no-questions-asked lifetime warranty, and we'll even extend out the warranty of other manufacturers, OEM, and aftermarket parts where we can, sometimes for life. We test and tune endlessly and exhaustively and obsessively. We're trying to destroy everything that we can before you get your hands on it to look for weaknesses and to improve it or to make recommendations to the manufacturer. And if it's something that doesn't uh, meet grade, then we don't offer it on the store. Everything that we carry is something that we have personally used, tested, and ridden, and raced, and nose meets the, the high taco touch demanding standard. Go out and get some adventure. One. Welcome back. Commercial breaks were awesome as usual. I um, I watched every single one of them with like I just was staring at the at the screen. If you listen to it, it was a little bit of music, but we had odds from uh, Yamaha, Takamoto. Um, mm-hmm. Where's my list? Oh, where's that first sheet? You threw it away over there. This one. Yeah, all those things. Trail oh, Tech. By the way, I, I guided my way through the Mojave Desert on a Trail Tech Voyager using the buddy tracking. 
so my buddy wouldn't get lost. And um, I found out that I wear my buddy out about halfway through the day. I gotta, mm. I gotta find, I gotta actually get a couple more buddies, and then that we can interchange them so we can go riding. The Adelano Grand Prix. Do not miss the Adelano Grand Prix um, coming up soon. Ty Davis is actually in the chat. Oh, yeah. oh, he has stainless steel pipes. Wait, maybe it was Ty that made them. I think he says he made them. Yeah, yeah. that's that's funny. <laughs> oh, we're gonna we're gonna um, we're gonna go back. We're gonna I'll, I'll dive into that one. Yeah, that, that looks Scott like Sports it. was using the uh, light transition lenses, which were awesome for my ride. Climb. I have a system with Climb. Like like I use their 1.0, the Aggressor 1.0 under stuff because when we started riding, it was like 36 degrees, mm-hmm. and then in the middle of the day it was 70, which is a mm-hmm. big temperature change. And combined with that and having the Dakar pants have the big zip-down things, I can open up and it flows air through there, and that stuff doesn't heat up that much when there's a little bit of air flowing through it. So uh, check out Climb.com. I know stuff is back-ordered, and it's tough to get right now, but um, hey, welcome to this world. I and going to order some Mojave gear. Their, their stuff is coming real, real soon. And if yeah. you really want to get it, call customer service and tell them you really want to get it, and they'll put you on the back-order list, and you will get it. Yeah. Uh, DDC, my DDC sprockets never fail me. They support land use issues. I like that. And uh, again, sometimes hard to get, but well worth the wait. So order early. Mm-hmm. Taco Moto is sponsoring our next segment, by the way. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Roost or Endo, where you can win a $100 Taco Moto certificate to buy all the stuff that you don't need for your motorcycle. But he has it, and you should buy more of it. But um, actually, I'm going to go on Takamoto and get some stuff. Are you going to get the underwater kit? No. Have no. you seen that on there? Does he have an underwater kit? He's got a kit to ride your... Well, they have everything you don't need. I just told you this. Well, there's one thing you probably don't need, but uh, I, that's pretty much a goof. Oh, if, I, if, if you it's ride a in goof. Alaska, you need it. Oh, no, it's a goof. It's this, But, I mean, it's not a goof. It's, if uh, anybody should, would ride underwater... You should under, check it out and get a pretty good... Cl- oh, it's clever. anybody would ride underwater, it would be me. I would try it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, it's he's, probably got, he's got the same kit it, that the world record holder. Is it nine hundred ninety nine dollars? No, it's north it's of that, my oh. friend. I want to okay. say it's about thirty five hundred bucks. I'm gonna get to Ty's thing. Going back to stainless steel pipes, he made a signature series stainless steel pipe back in the day. Pros and cons: it took a day to make. They cracked at the seams unless you knew the trick, and Randy Bevins knew the trick how to weld them up. <laughs> On the dyno, they made half horsepower more, thinner materials, so it sounded better and better sound harmonics and lighter. Factory bikes are super thin materials. Um, let's see. Factory bikes are super thin steel pipes, and that's why they always sounded cool. That's I know this too. Stainless steel is stronger, and it held up better off-road, like a lot stronger. Stainless steel pipes don't rust. Uh, Dubok loved how it worked. And told me it was the best pipe he tested. Funny thing is he wanted another stainless steel pipe so he could duplicate it. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> Ty is sending me a picture. So maybe it was oh, yeah. maybe it was one of Ty's Must pipes I Ty. tested. I, I know I tested one at some time and like I said, it, they were different. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh yeah, that tink it, I I, I kind of remember I, I don't remember exactly, but I'm thinking it was that really tink you know when it you know uh, what two stroke tinny sound you know yeah. what two stroke sounds like it's gonna seize? Uh-huh. I think the stainless steel pipes sound like that all the time. <laughs> maybe kept your, maybe made you roll your throttle back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, hey, Victor says uh, buy the underwater kit for the next LA B to V. 
<laughs> I bet you LABTV is not going to go across the Mojave River, the world's driest river with one wet spot. I was going to say, that thing has water in it. <laughs> I've never seen it. Um, some Somebody, Patrick, asked me. Patrick, so, yeah. What, what do I ride? You want to know what I ride? Wow. What bike you ride? Yeah. Like, uh, that's, when, when I want to show you what I ride. How much time you got? <laughs> I got a lot of bikes, but I'm just going to say, it, I'm. Should we just like have the chat answer him in bulk? Like everybody in the chat should type the bike that I ride. Yeah, your favorite bike. In the I'll, I'll ring the bell every time I see it pop up. By the way, so we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll take it. This is an interactive show. We like to communicate with you live on things. But now it's time for our favorite segment: roost or endo. <laughs> this is okay. the show where we tell you uh, whether your bike roosts or endos. You send us a picture. You tell us what make and model it is. We like to know the make and model. Just yes. So mm-hmm. we don't have to guess. I don't think we ever got confirmation on that one bike that uh, we weren't sure was real last week. Thank you, John. Uh, oh, Mark, what? Of <laughs> KTM 500? Yeah, on my days where I don't feel so sporty. Come big on. Johnny got her. <laughs> yeah, Johnny straight away. The big boy. <laughs> <laughs> John's ridden my Fuserberg. Oh, ding. I'll never be Johnny the same Johnny more dings. <laughs> more dings. <laughs> He, he understood the assignment, as they <laughs> <Right>. say. <laughs> oh, he's going to wreck this show. Um, so you give us the make model. And tell us about your mods, because that way we can analyze yeah. it and hopefully provide some not only entertainment to the viewers, but uh, sir, uh, sage sage advice sure. on, yes. on how to modify the bike. And if your bike is our favorite of the night, and there's no telling what mm-hmm. uh, Dave – there we go. Dave had a question earlier. Yeah. Did, we'll get back to the we'll get back to questions. Um if you if if you tell us, uh, I don't know what I was going to say. I just lost the train of thought. Let's just get straight Rooster into Rooster Endo, it. right? Your bikes. Rooster Endo. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need the damn mic. I'm taking this thing away. Marty Bohan. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. Marty, yeah. Marty from the party. He's got a 2017 TE250. He doesn't say much about it. I can tell you it's got wraparound handguards and it's a two-smoker. Oh, because you looked at the picture and there's no information. I, it's but he's stock. Marty from the I, Marty's sure. from the party, no, it's, bro. It's, it's not it's not stock, but I don't know if it's the lighting or if that pipe is like it's got the color tuning to it. You know, you know when it it sure do. Good it, call. You know when it, it gets that heat color yeah, signature. Yeah, the, the stock the, the OEM ones don't do too that. hot. Yeah, yeah. I, I will. I like a two stroke, especially especially a, just a. A non-coated just steel pipe that's like well, it's so hard to keep them from rusting. I actually love that heli husky color combo right there. It's a, yeah, the older one. I don't. I don't matches I, my boat. By the way, I don't, I don't mind. That that's, matters, but he's. It looks like an FMF. It's probably mm-hmm. an FMF system because I can kind of see the back thing and it's. But it's got some color to it. it. Looks nice, but you didn't tell us much about it, so um, we don't know anything. And when we don't know, we're endoing. <laughs> Think you just went OTB, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, it. this guy's been uh he's been talking here all night asking questions. Jesse Gent. Oh. I think he the, was the guy who did Rocky Gap, right? Give me the picture. Oh yeah, you got the picture. He's got a T- KTM three fifty EXCF. I know it has uh boys in uh whatever that's called. It had a boys in water. <laughs> cover it might still but is it on the list right away i don't know no i'm just going off what i remember okay hbd handguards right highway design xl squat 
SQXI, and that's Squadron, right? That's an awesome light. Yeah, I agree. Seat Concepts. Yep. A Cherubis 5.3 tank. That's a long ways on a KTM 350. That's a good choice. Okay. A Flatland Racing aluminum scoot plate. Right. That's for protection. That's good. And Neuro Engineering front and back brake discards. Oh, we knew that was coming. Mm. <laughs> oh. You had to mention, you could have left one word off that. Yeah, just, I almost thought and, about not reading it, and but made, yeah. it made discard singular, and then and then you wouldn't have had to oh. endure <laughs> essentially, <laughs> he, essentially he he, the, the the wrath that may come from. But you know what? You know the the words right out of Jesse just Jen's mouth. I know Jimmy never goes without a guard on his front disc brake. So <laughs> never goes without a guard. Yeah, I think he's taking a jab at you, pal. Uh, I I want to see send. Hey, this is this is my challenge to all of you people. Send me It'll the picture. One. Send me the picture of your dinged up, gashed up discard, along with a picture of the side of your bike. And if it doesn't look like it was ridiculously crash induced thrashing, mm -hmm. th those people can run those things. But most of us, normal people, do not ride our bikes. We don't ghost our bikes into rocks where a front discard would be. Do I have to keep saying this every month, every week? Yes. Yeah. I, I yes. like Jimmy. Some people need discards. Oh, okay. They're big in aluminum, and you can get colors and stuff. Oh, I should have known. Okay, yeah. so next, next is uh, Nelson Rig Saddlebag. Right. Just added the Boysen Super Cooler. That's I talked yep, about. We talked about this. Best dual sport bikes, ninety degrees fuel fitting. <laughs> huh? <laughs> what does that do? It it turns your fuel ninety degrees for more power. Where you fill the bike up? No, no, no. It's, it's where it it's, comes out of the tank. Comes out of the tank, and, and you but, know, oh, but maybe he oh. needs that with that big ass tank. Well, uh, okay. So, so guess know. what? Guess what? Jimmy did when he was mounting up a, a IMS tank on my KTM 500 the other day is I was you know just I just pulled the pump out of this you know fuel pump assembly out of the stock tank put on the IMS tank is thin where the stock tank is thick and you need these different pieces to put it all together. And the stock tank had a ninety degree has a ninety degree fuel fitting in that year. Well, I didn't. I put a straight one on there, like because that's what I had that would fit, so that I didn't have to cut some mm -hmm. stuff and make it work. So I modified my bike by putting the straight one on there, and uh, I noticed nothing. It just it fit and it worked. So yeah, well, that's uh, you know what? I, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have went off so hard on it. On oh, because yeah. oh, he has a thing. Because yeah, he pulled a Jimmy like he did last weekend, uh -huh. and he blew a fuel line on the trail, and so, decided to replace the line with a ninety degree fitting for better protection. This so it sounds like it maybe this is absolutely one hundred percent the right reason to do it. They okay. they tried it. It's funny because they so tried to I, they I, tried I, to sell this part for this particular year bike because the fitting comes out straight. I took one off an old KTM and put on a new KTM that goes straight and it makes your hose hang down straight and do a turn as opposed to kind of contour with the tank and uh, you, you, you can't see it really in the picture. No, I know, but I want to see the sled. But I knew that I that I was doing this and, I, and in my head, just like, like when radiator hoses come out of the bottom mm -hmm. of the radiator and they go out, I would put a pr bit of protection up there in case I, you know, hit a cactus and a, and a spine went uh, into yeah. it and poked it. I would put, but for sure, for a protective thing, for exactly what he's talking about, that is an excellent mod, Jesse. I commend you. That's what you, I was, yeah. you, you just made me eat my front discard. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think he leveled out the front discard. Yeah. So, okay, next. Are you going to put one on your 1090 or a 10,090, whatever the hell that thing was that was spurting fuel all over the place last weekend? The No, I'm, I'm putting a zip-tie racing fuel filter that integrates into the stock clamp. I have... I have the parts sitting in the in the thing. I got it from Rottweiler Performance like two years ago, <laughs> knowing that that would fail it someday. Is it? Was it, just, it wasn't just a regular fuel line. It was a, a fitting or something. Like no, that? It, it actually cracked the stock um, plastic fitting because there's a little bit of tension oh, on the hose. Oh, oh, I'll get it. Yeah. So yeah, okay. no a zip tie racing cool, product. Cool. There, I'm putting on there. Well, where I are we going? Where are we going? With paid them? full retail. Them or what? This that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, there, there's more stuff. Jesse, you yeah. didn't talk about your heat shield for your bags. That's pretty awesome. Oh, that's yeah. a smart. You didn't talk about your protection on your side, side covers. Are orange. That's that's yeah, a that's same. a smart thing. That that's additional protection from your aluminum skid plate. What year is that bike? That's an older one, right? Look that's that looks fender. like a 2014, 15, something like that. Still. Um, yeah. No, I think your bike roosts. I yeah, like. I agree. I like it. It looks familiar. It looks to me. It looks a little familiar, but it I, looks. Uh, with that, with that, some of those mods that are doing something and other things that may not be doing things. I like, I like it. I like it. Yeah. And you're a regular viewer. That gives you, that gives you yeah, bonus. Uh, pen. I'm not gonna do that. Right Jesse, now. even the voice of Matron likes you. <laughs> Next. Oh, Lucy. Lu- no, Jeremy Lucy. 2021. That's the six days. That's Give all I can picture. see. He said he submitted a spreadsheet with it that was too long and hard to read. Oh, so. <laughs> wow. As you look at the bike, is this up there? Oh, yeah. Let's see her. This so, is yeah, it. I, when I asked him for She's a, a list of She's a 2021 500 EXCF six-day. That's good. And then and then the-, the they make a six-days in a dual sport? Yeah. All the six-days are EXCs. Dude, I can- Wait, s- EX- Hey, you were talking about those black swing arm guards? They're right there, bro. I have them. Yeah. He's- I think it looks like there probably could be a spreadsheet. What does he have for a front tire? Did you have the spreadsheet handy? Uh, I give me two minutes. I can pull two it minutes because it, it was it was. Oh, do we have another one that we can go on? To? Yeah, we do. Yeah, well, he, Matt's, pull, Matt's busy over there. He, he's gonna be, he's gonna be punching keys and stuff like that. We're gonna go to the next one, Matt, and then we're gonna we're gonna go back to uh, to uh, the spreadsheet, dude. To okay. Jeremy, give me the. Here we got Son O'Neill, Bill O'Neill. Oh, there you get your picture. I like to look at that already. Well, that's a 150 or 125. You're uh, on it there. It's new bike day for me, Bill. Congratulations. 2022 125 XC. Bulletproof designs, Anadorge radiator, and rear discards. Waiting Good for choices. F- uh-huh. He's waiting for the front one to come in? It was Wait, on back order? <laughs> Are those on back order? No. That's the best thing ever. Waiting for the plastic skid plate with linkage guard. I assume that's in a Cherubis, probably. Point two hours on it for now. So, that is a sweet ride, bro. Yeah, baby. I'm, I'm. You know who's really jealous? No, Logan. Logan's in the four strokes now, isn't he? He just he switched. He, you ruin him with all these damn bikes around here that he rides, and he comes home. Hey. Oh, we're doing a two fifty. All this, and I'm like, he goes on a bike with got every. Trevor's lining up the two fifty four stroke off road comparison. So we're gonna have go. we have we have the new Honda, we have the Yamaha, we have we're gonna I think we're gonna get a Gas Gas, and I think Ooh. we're gonna get a Kawasaki. So it's a real wide range of bikes, and he, uh, he does really right now got the hots for a three fifty. So we'll let him ride all the two fifties and uh-huh. and uh, and see how that works. But uh, what was what was our name here? Um, 
That is a... You threw it on I the floor. Because I got mad about you giving that. That bike roosts, no matter what. I don't care who it is oh. or whatever. That's a rooster. I don't can, care what anybody here's says. A, here's a pen. That, KTMs are back to orange frames. I'm cool with that. Here, here you go. Pin that thing. If I was to buy... Don't uh, get it too close to the Hoosberg, though. You're going yeah, way deep on that yeah, thing. And it can't go. it can't go in front of that bike that Ricky really liked, that Honda. That's it, right down in between there, and a little bit over to the... Yeah, yeah. yeah so... That'd be the bike I'd buy. So when you're when you're listening to this and you're wondering what the heck are they what the heck are they talking about? We have this incredible board um, built by your your son, Logan, in his wood shop where they finally let him use some um, cutting tools. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, we have pictures of all these awesome bikes that uh, have graced our presence, and we've talked a little bit about them. And uh, I'm really waiting for the spreadsheet, Matt. I thought you were quicker on the digital things. Oh, I no, I have it pulled up. I'm just trying to save it so I can. Show why I said it was hard to read because it's literally a black spreadsheet. Oh, like that's it. Whoa, it's hard to read, right? Holy crap! Oh, he's saving yeah, okay. power. Oh, he has the price on everything. Yeah. Oh, and then he has purchased oh. and installed and yes and no's. Tally that. Most thing. of it's yeses. What's the tally wait, on it? Wait a minute. Yeah. Does it? Does it? Does it accumulate the the things on the bottom? Bob, if you get any Sub-total. closer, you're going to be on a camera. Subtotal is uh, 3,859. Oh, were you trying to give me more booze? No, the, Jimmy dropped the paper, and I think it's right there. Oh, oh. we don't care. We moved on. Oh, I, yeah. no, I took, a, yeah. I took a gander at this thing. So, yeah, his, his total is $3,859. Of mods? Of mods. There's got to be more than that. <laughs> no. Okay, I want to know about the front wheel. Uh, what he's, he's definitely put some different rims it does, does it, not say the model. It just says mounted with tubeless. Mounted with tubeless. Yeah, okay, so here's what I'm seeing in this picture. Pop that picture back up on the frame, Matt. This is important. So to me, it looks like he's gone to a 19-inch front wheel. Does that make sense to you? Can you oh, see that? Oh, that's what you're... Yeah. I don't I don't know if it's the camera angle, but this it is the kind of weird... Angle. The, the this, rear does look slightly small, too, but done as much as this... Let me pull up the spreadsheet. So... So it's interesting. What's the exhaust on that thing? Because I know it's exhaust, right? Uh, he's got the wrappy thing around it. Oh, I'm not that's sure what the, like a PC cart. I'm not sure or what the the wrappy thing, the plastic wrappy thing carbon. does. What do they do? Oh, so you don't scratch your muffler when you fall over on that side, dude? I needed something on the on the lower part of my fork, you know, like right there by the by the, by the dust seal, because I I got blown over by the wind yesterday. What what's what's been spent more money on in this world? Guarding pipes or pipes? Oh, pipes. You sure? Yeah. Uh, exclude racers. Oh. Guarding pipes or pipes? Hmm. That's a, that's <laughs> Take racers out of the question. No, that's a good we, question. We know, yeah, because they, they, yeah, they sent it in the thing. Ben pipes. I, I don't know. I, I see a lot of protection on bikes that I just don't. I don't see the guys crashing them like that. Well, in the in the problem with some, but, of the, I mean, some of the some of the guards actually inflict more damage on the pipe. Well, we used to we used to debate about this when I was racing because mm-hmm. you know you could put pipe guards on certain things, and we used to debate about whether or not that was going to help or hinder the problem. Like, would you rather take a dent and have the pipe absorb the dent, or would you rather have this guard transfer the energy on the whole pipe and knock and, it out of the exhaust port or, or the cylinder, break out yeah, the mounts exactly. or yeah, yeah, different yeah, things yeah. like this? So this is a this is Understood. an interesting interesting thing so um jesse did you just comment that your bike is badass i think it was the one no i think he's talking about the one deuce nickel okay because i was going to take your bike and move it into badass land (laughs) no i think he was talking about the one no worries Uh, i i'm i i want to know about this front because i know a lot of old desert dudes that were taking their 21 inch front 
wheels. Is that like a lace, big wheel eighty five or lace, something? Lacing them, lacing them up to a wider nineteen and running like a like a like a wide a super fat tire, fat tire, like to get that fatty tire experience. Hmm. And and you you I, I've ridden a couple of bikes and they, they completely jack up the handling, mm-hmm. but not for a guy who sits on the back of the seat and sits down all the time. I had to. I actually had to ride the bike like the guys that were riding it to feel it. And I'm like going, I understand. And and he's like like the putter. These, and these guys raced triumphs, so they knew they they were coming from a a world of experience um, in this. And there, there's there's a lot of things like you know it the tires were fatter and they had better bump absorption at lower pressures. Yeah. They didn't dent their rims. Um, they weren't as knifey in the sand. They floated a little bit more. So I, I saw that and I said, damn, that looks like a big-ass front tire. So I don't know. Big Johnny, uh, who has raced a lot. Right. He just answered my question there, kind of. From a guy who destroyed a $200 pipe guard and still the 200 different <laughs> $250 pipe. pipe at King of Motos, I don't buy pipe guards anymore. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah. Like, almost like it's a it's a kind of if if you're gonna fall over and scratch it, I guess it depends if scratches bother you. Right, you, you Which the pipe guard never bother me. It's a dirt bike, so and, I don't and, care about so it. So my 300 has a nice ding in it that I didn't put in the in the pipe, but I got a brand new pipe with a bike and I haven't put it on because I know I'm gonna do more of these. I literally want to, I want to go take that dent out of it, you know. And I, there was places you could send the pipe and all this different stuff, but. And I, I used to know how to do this, you know, pressurize it, you know, put some mm. plugs in it and heat it up and or put water in it and mm. freeze it. And all, all these different Dry things. ice. Yeah, there's different things you can do to it. And I just haven't done to it because, you know what? I'm lazy. I want to ride it. It's not affecting the performance. Just go ride. You're going to ding it because I'm going to go do on two strokes. I'm going to get, get another one and I'll wait till it really needs it. And then I have one to put on when I can send it. Or By the time it gets enough of them, it generally don't fit the bike well enough anymore. And you just and spend 220 on a new pipe. And sometimes when you try to bend the them back, the world, they don't bend back. Just, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I got And, and not so much the dents as much as the actual fitment of the pipe is what usually goes at some point on me. We rode a certain section yesterday between two, between two sections between gas. And we were paying effing ridiculous California maximum prices. And it was $10.60 for how much gas my bike took, like less than two gallons. So it tells you what the price was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I looked at the price and I said, I'll pay that. It was totally worth the experience I had. And this is what you have to decide. I mean, when you spend X amount of dollars on your bike, is it worth the experience? By the way, this bike roosts. I like I like yeah. the, the, the fact that the guy went to the effort to put a spreadsheet on and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. There's extra work there. You, you, you violated my rules because... I don't have the information in front of me, but mm-hmm. uh, he, to be fair, he, he, he gave tried. us he gave us the information just it's just in a format that's <laughs> is just pop, black spreadsheets. Pop that up, pop, pop that up on the screen so everybody can see that for a second. Yeah, can you I, I will because it's it's black sheet yeah. with like black font. Yeah, I'm just trying to get you out of trouble there, Matt. Mm-hmm. So um, here we go. Uh, here here here's the spreadsheet in question. George yeah, just is bitching about the, the chat. Putting his just so. Uh, just so you know. Yeah. That's good enough. Just so they can see what we're dealing with here. Yeah, yeah. I can't see that from here, and I've got good eyes. I, I, I can mean, see I it, but <laughs> I can see it, but I kind of have to get all close to the screen. I will say one thing. and I Well, that's more than Logan, so yeah, go, go for I it. I just started learning how to do spreadsheets. The guy, I don't think you'd ever do one for your dirt bike unless you really loved your dirt bike. Yeah. 
they I'm not saying they're the hardest thing to I, do for I, most I, people. I, they're I, really hard for I, me. I, I take but, that. I take that personally because I do not have a spreadsheet for my Husserberg yep. 570. But, oh, but you have a spreadsheet for your I'm bikes? Just, no, no, I think you well, missed. It's included in a spreadsheet. Me. But I, I like, didn't say everybody who loves their dirt bike does it because I love my dirt bike and I would never do that in a million years. But I'm just saying I, I think a guy who does, it, it is a sign of love for your dirt bike. That means he's he's at, he made it at work. He wouldn't do it at home for free. He's got better shit to do. Well, I don't know. You you just have a different thing. I mean, this is where I'm just completely. I mean, I'd never build one. I'm I, completely out on the whole spreadsheet thing. But so I'm, am I'm I. Feeling, I'm feeling accused. That dude's at of, work dreaming about his dirt bike, so I'm, he built a spreadsheet on it. I'm feeling accused of not loving my Husaberg. No, 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 no. Because you're, the you're spreadsheet yeah. the spreadsheet would be, would it be the longest spreadsheet ever? Or would it just have more numbers on it, like the maximum amount of power? Yeah, you would just be like, yo, know, you could like link to dino charts and shit where it's just like. <laughs> I don't like dinos, but I. No, I no, do, no. But when you're talking. Would, but my ass dino would like just, it, 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 I have yeah. a spreadsheet and it would be correlated with the sensor I have in my butt dino yeah. that would record the amount of horsepower every time I twist the throttle and it would blow away everybody else's horsepower but, numbers. Yeah. That's right. But hear me out. The guy's <laughs> guy built a spreadsheet. It means he's got to be at work dreaming about his dirt bike. And it's going to be building a spreadsheet for. Whatever the hell he hey, does, we've got to um, we've got to pick a winner. No, we got one more. Oh, okay. And we finally got our semi vintage steed here. Hey, somebody's replying to John. I'll just get my old pipe repaired and keep it as a spare. It took me forty hours to destroy it. Probably another forty hours to destroy the new one. Yeah. Uh, you don't ride like John Perkins. <laughs> His budget would be re- reduced by thirty seven hours. <laughs> yeah. He's big. Yep. Whoa. Can, yeah. 2000, Dirk Harshwood. Dirk Harshwood? I don't think that's right. There's no R in there. D-I-Q-U-E. Dick Harshwood. Wait a minute. Hey, did, I see what you did, did there, this, Dick. Did, did this guy submit last time, too? I think he submitted last week, yeah. Really? What did he have? That's not a real oh, name. Sure. Let me, let me check. Well, I used to... Now, I know this guy that used to write stories for Cycle News under Rock Hardwood. Yeah, there you rock, go. Spelled like rock and hardwood. Uh-huh. Two Actually, there's a hardwood racing supercross. This guy supercross. remembers that guy. There's a hardwood racing supercross. Really? But yeah. his first name can't be Dick. <laughs> no, I think, he, I think he put a question last week. He didn't have a bike last week. Oh, yeah. Okay. But anyhow. His bike. Well, thanks for- Hey, if, I, if, uh, I, thanks. I, I, if it's not your real name, that's I'm, I'm, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks for participating in the show we like to keep it you know all right here we go as we, raw as we can make it we got a 2005 xr 650l wiseco big bore Ooh. what does that take that thing to you need to be a dick harsh wood <laughs> you gotta have big wood for that morning wood and all mm-hmm. pumper carb owning this you don't need to tr- Owning this, you don't need a tractor to plow the field. So he, it, you know, it saved him a lot of money and not having to have a tractor. Okay, especially so, probably with a big bore, right? Gives so that thing just like I, a I'm ridiculous. Super, torque. I'm super, super disappointed in the list. I mean, you don't have to get crazy with it, but you need to he talk about an FMF, don't you? He has an FMF That's, on it. It's he, a Q4, he, yeah. It, he needs to. He needs to explain a little bit more. He's got some some. Um, luggage racks and stuff on there that i want to know about um he's got a he's windshield, he's got maybe? a windshield thing he's got the uh, he's got some double take mirrors and double take is a friend of mine and a great company by the way if you want some double take mirrors and there's always this nugget in the show we don't know about like it just comes out of nowhere email jimmy at dirtbiketest.com mm-hmm. ask about the double take discount i will send it to you oh. 
because it's usually reserved for special people. But if you're listening to this right now, special people get special treat. So double take mirrors are on this thing. That's super awesome. Um, I'm curious if he's gone to the level to get that much power. What the hell did you do to the suspension in this thing to handle it? Because stock, this thing has plenty of power, and you're a man if you can handle it on the stock suspension. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to, because I don't have enough info, I'm going to sl- slide this onto the, um, we'll call it the more endo esque thing, but, um, you know, and like I said, don't be a dick. Okay. Well, who, what are we picking here? <laughs> and don't be so harsh. Harsh, yeah. Don't be. <laughs> big John, who's got the big best best bike here? Who gets the hundred dollars? Oh, we wanted you in for this segment, John. Uh, I really, I really Johnny, did. Johnny can spot a bike really well. He can. One of the that best. guy is a savant at seeing stuff on a oh, bike. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I would agree. I I'm I'm literally going with. Uh, I like this one. You like this one? Is that the... Uh, well, you know what? You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I agree. Yeah, that's this bike right here. You just knocked another bike off the yeah, high end of the he, scale. He went OTB. Hey, hey, hey Jesse, uh, largely because you got a pretty Santa bike. and I, I don't know, see a lot of silliness on there, and, really. And, and, and I know that it does need some parts, and you're a worthy recipient of the like Tech Talk. Sounds like he's going to do some of the right Taco. things with he's his gonna, part money. He would do some of the right things. Um Hey, he looks like he has an accessory disc rotor on the front that he didn't talk about. Wait, which we can't can't cancel him. An accessory disc rotor. Look no. at the the front disc rotor. Looks like one of those golfer wave rotors, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. He didn't put that on the list. Well, we could we could did. we I, could we could pick that that KTM one twenty five because I like that and it's brand new and needs a lot of parts. Ooh, good question. Good call. No, we're Stop. giving it to Jesse. He's a dual yeah. sport guy. He just is. Yeah, you got it. He almost just dropped right there. <laughs> so yeah, just, <laughs> we we lost a little, we almost lost a listener tonight. Almost lost a listener. Jesse, you're uh, the winner of that thing. Uh, get in touch with us, and we'll make sure we put you in touch with uh, Taco Mike. Go put your down payment great. on that underwater kit, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> get you started. Great, I need to see what this is. Great supporter of the show. I need to get Taco Mike in here because mm-hmm. I need him to come out with an ECU because I want to. I want to. I want to. I actually want to do a, a tune with Taco Moto. Because he gets he puts these bikes into the other magazines and stuff like that, and he knows that I complain about everything because I want it to be just this way, and because I always think my way is the best way. We should work on something. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to put this in the chat. Matt's this, looking at the underwater. You found this it, is Matt. fantastic. This the thing is awesome. Chat needs to check this out. Make, this make is sh- awesome. <laughs> the I love it. It says pre-order only. Yeah, yeah, you might. Right. Because of COVID, he probably only has five or six of those on the shelf. Oh, I, I assume it's really it's really hard to get these with the no, supply chain yeah, issues, especially since Haverford hasn't been around since 1968 or something. Yeah. Says the monkey, the the the. I mean, click I say that monkey, link, guys. The monkey, the, funny. the real live monkey that he has in the back of the shop that builds <laughs> those types of kits. <laughs> it's hard to get him to do it. Oh. Like they yeah, like they to get the rules. They like yeah. to just sit back there and drink tequila. Uh-huh. I know yeah, that kind of monkey. Yeah. That's 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 like me throttle, in the shop. Throttle monkey. <laughs> so okay, we got a couple extra questions in here someplace. I think. Uh, uh, we Jesse Jant did. We did have him. Uh, he he <laughs> almost edge of his seat. I think he was ready to jump off the cliff for the hundo. Hey, what was that front disc rotor though? Did I call it? Not the guard. What what yeah. were you hiding behind that disc guard? <laughs> <laughs> he mentioned it. He talked about it. What's our next thing? Hey, looks like the YZ oh, from Jesse G YZ eighty five fast laps. Looks like the YZ eighty five is more than enough for me. 
Well, so we up on dirt bike tests. I think there's some videos of the new YZ85 and YZ85LW. I was pretty bummed that I didn't go out there to ride those bikes because I tell you what, as a former uh, backyard uh, world backyard supercross champion, seven times, beat some big names back in the day. No, Jeremy wouldn't show up. He was scared. Um, (laughs) I I did beat Ryan Hughes though. Mm. Oh shit! Really? Oh yeah, yeah. You don't know much about me, do you? No, no, yeah. I don't follow your racing career. You- hey, you should, yeah, you should really <laughs> like. I mean, it's, it's on the internet someplace. Jesse G, I like here that you like it. So, yeah. uh, I wish I would have gone out there to ride those things. Those, those, uh, man, yeah. mini bikes are fun. Okay, next that can question. Be cool. Twenty twenty Husky five hundred one full test Brian Falcon. Is it safe to pull the exhaust perf scream on the stock ECU? Must be the perforated. Is that what he means? Yeah, the the very end one on the stock. Okay, KTM. I have a I have the 500 EXE, and I am completely happy with the performance and powered, but worried about the heat and want to cool down for longevity sake. All comments on the show are the expressed views of the host and not representative of anybody else. So, um, if you were to do that, it would probably be very good for your motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. The perf screen is is a sound. Dampen- I saw one this weekend. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, it's didn't a, know it's, did a, it's a sound dampening device that goes over the limit. I mean, of producing extra heat inside of your motor, and it reduces a certain amount of performance that is noticeable. Kind of kind of throttle response. It does it. It doesn't really hurt the power, or you know, popping it out doesn't really doesn't really gain much more power. But it just it lets the muffler dissipate the heat a little bit better. Um, and and yes, you you need to you need to kind of chisel that thing out of there. It's it's a uh, you know for competition use only. You would you would want to you know chisel that thing out of there, make sure it, it goes away, and it, that the bike never sees it again, and you don't have to change anything else. That is the that is probably the, the the one of the nicest things you can do to your motorcycle, I would say. Looks like if you got just the right hole saw, you can knock that baby out of there. Yeah, you could do Take it with that a that from a you, you could carpenter. Do it. <laughs> hey, if you have door or door related questions, we could have answered those tonight. You know, Logan can answer them too, but you know, he's short on the words, but mm-hmm. Jimmy's the expert on this. <laughs> I, I still need Logan to come over and put the door in that damn like yeah. tin can across the street there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a lot to learn about him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's gonna, not going to go in straight. Maybe it's not. Gonna, it's going to take a while. We should sit there and supervise him. I'll provide the beers. Yeah. I'll, we'll I'll, do- I will give him my piece wage I give everybody else. Really? I, well, he's got to invoice 60, me. I'll pay. 64 bucks for that, I'll, baby. I'll, I'll pay. We're going to watch the slowest 64 bucks ever made. <laughs> I think it'd be good times. So, uh, hey, Jesse, thanks for uh, getting on the edge of your seat. Um and you said it was a stock rotor. It doesn't look stock to me. Give me that damn thing. It looks like a wave rotor on that thing. Maybe they, they had them for a while. The, yeah, stock was a the, the stock did have a wave rotor. Like my Husaberg three hundred has a wave rotor yeah, on well, that. Yeah. Wait, what year is your bike, Jess? Yeah. Oh, did he not put it? No, he didn't. Oh, no. we can take. Oh, maybe the, we can take the hundred bucks he away. Didn't. Yeah. Oh, let's oh, give it back. It's not to... there. Well, that KTM is. That KTM one twenty five is like it needs a hundred bucks. No, no. we can't do that to him. We can't. We can't do that to him. No, we we already declared it. He didn't put the year. If I knew the year, then I wouldn't be questioning the wave rotor. 
Okay, we'll give it to him. That bike's a little older than I think. Second heart attack of the night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the other side of the screen. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm going to say He's 12 or 13. No, I think it, no, I think it's I think it's 15 or 16. I'm guessing. It was, oh. was when I bought it second owner. <laughs> it's a 2000. It did not the wave. Oh, 2013. I don't think it came stock. The producer got it right. No, I don't think it came stock. I think they're a little more. Oh. I don't think. I think. Yeah, a little he, more yeah. Rash. He's the second owner, so who doesn't know? Yeah, he doesn't know. It was on it when he bought it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I was right about the year. That, that's that's. What yeah, I was no, to. yeah. You get the uh, the gold star. Hey, I was Thank going you. to. Um, I was gonna. I had notes on the show. I do show notes, unlike you know your son, and uh, unlike Matt, who just spends all his time turning on my lights early. I actually had show notes, and I was going to talk about the ten tips you should do to your bike right now to make it work better. Uh-huh. But we're running short on time, and so I'm going to save that for the Stay next, tuned. the next one, the next Tech Talk I, I'm, Taco I'm, Tuesday. I'm actually interested in that. That's so just I ten want... things that are mostly free that you can do to your bike right now to make it work better. And I had another note. This is when you guys don't ask good questions, and I'm I'm probably screwing myself because now nobody's going to ask questions because they're they're, they're going to want this questions. one. And and why I hate people on the internet that have a bad experience of pro- with a product usually at their own doing, and then they feel the need to go and badmouth that product. And and I just base this on I use some of the same products and I have very different experiences. And I wish that I that I had the bandwidth to go in there and ask them a few I'll call them pointed questions on mm-hmm. how they were using that product or what they were trying to get yeah, from it or like something this. like this. Because is either the wrong product for them in the first place or installation maintenance use was incorrect. And and I yeah. saw I, if, if we're not careful with guys like this, the whole world is going to be the only guys are going to make parts that just change the look. Well, <laughs> Cause you can't bash something that changes the look of your bike, a black swing arm protector. If you like the black, Color but on you your can't arm, complain about that. You can spray paint or put the protector on there, but you can't you, you complain don't, about that. So you get nervous. So I just had to. Make, I just had to respray paint a bike because someone spray painted a color I didn't like. Okay, so I know. I know this. I, like I'm not speaking just out of no experience. I have experience with some of these things. So it would have been smarter to put a yeah, spring arm protector on it. But they, foot pegs. They don't make. The, I wanted monster foot pegs. They don't make camouflage colored swing arm protectors yet. Somebody should because that'd be awesome. But so I, I had to put it back to a color that was a little more standard. So thanks, Crazy Nate. And and, <laughs> and and only and only half the bike was spray painted camouflage because that's the only half you see when you lay it on the ground so nobody else can see it. The other side looked normal. <laughs> okay. Um USD USA Outdoorsman would the KTM 500 do well in the Baja 1000? Um, yes, if I was on it, it would win. <laughs> no, but if I was on the Husaberg, I would win by 20 minutes, 570. Um, do we have any other good ones in there, Matt? Oh, we had a lot. I'm just trying to get there's back a, to the start. There's a question that say, "Hey, moderator, where did that go?" Uh, something about I don't know. Something about a question. It wasn't anything important. Uh, Oh, George Justice had a Bassani fight for his webcam. Hey, moderator, where would a place to ask my question since it was trash? Oh, you had a trash question, Aaron? (laughs) 
I don't know. Facebook or YouTube comments? Uh, I'm not sure where. <laughs> I'm not sure what, the, what that's about. But anyway. Well, half of the questions are trash. Just look at what Victor's does. <laughs> and his, all his questions come through. <laughs> so it couldn't be that bad. <laughs> um, but hey, David Wood, thanks you for uh, uh, reminding me. Ross Liberty at Factory Pike. Fact, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, time to end the show. Ross Liberty at Factory Pipe Products in Yukaika, California. He definitely was a pioneer in the pipe world, for sure. One of the guys. I mean, when you start talking about pipe guys, you talk about Donnie Emler, talk about Mitch Payton, and Ross was and definitely Ross. one of those guys that, that really? had some really, really cool stuff. There's a few other like kind of secret guys out there. A guy from Bill's Pipes. Bill's uh-huh. was a guy that was always Bill's. doing stuff in the two stroke the two stroke days and and uh it's a it's a it was a tough game i mean it was all about marketing at that point because they all knew how to make good pipes but like we but were just talking about you go with the pc it was, over it was, a... like, it was like what flavor do you want mm-hmm. and and i've ridden bikes were you know and and I, I i don't have any brand loyalty when it comes to how it performs it's like i've ridden bikes where the FMF was much better than the PC, and I've ridden the bikes where the PC was better than the FMF, and other you know other ones. I didn't get a whole lot of chance to try some of these things, but you know that's the way it works. And the windmill is going over there, Bob. You're not asleep. This is strange. You remember Rick Ash? Rick Ash, yeah, factory Honda mechanic. Uh, he built pipes for right. Everybody. Yeah, that that he was was he building them before Mitch was making them for the Huskies? I think so. Yeah, hmm. in the old days. Yeah. So, okay. Um, with that, we're going to wrap this uh, this show up. Um, wait, Victor has one. <laughs> Should I talk about this or not? Uh, hey, you're sure. really good. You're really going to have to tune into the show live once once in a while to to watch Victor's comments because some of them cannot be brought up on the uh, broadcast. And uh, and dirt bikes and stock says rumors KTM is switching to TBI injection at the Reach, which has proven to atomize better than TPI. TPI become the dial-up internet of this generation. That is yet to be seen. Um, no, I, it's proven. He said so. Oh well, but but what bike proved it? When they introduced that bike and it performs better than the current bike, which I tell you what, my current three hundred for the type of riding that I like and the the type of riding it's sold for is incredible. So and the windmill one more time, Bob. We're gonna end this on this note. Yeah, you can buy this. Yeah, you can buy this kind of system. You can actually buy a TPI block off kit and put it on there. It's I think at this point it's almost as good as the ninety degree uh, gas tank thing. You can so, buy that for like an old carbureted bike or a new one, mm, a new fuel injected bike. It was the ECU, uh, for a fuel injected two stroke. Yeah. Fuel injected. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's an up up upgrade, I guess. So. Hey, thank you very much, everybody, for joining in. Thank you, Jimmy, for coming in. It's been a, yeah, it's happy been a to do pleasure. it. Thanks for having me. It's strange uh, having someone. R.I.P. Logan. Yeah, yeah. We'll hope he dug the hole before we toss him yeah, in it, right? Yeah. I want to see him put that door in. <laughs> Matt, good times. Uh, if yep. you want a private well, instruction then, riding school by a handsome young man out here in Pahrump, Nevada, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's it's called Jimmy's Ranch. You come out to Jimmy's Ranch and. Uh, <laughs> You can get a uh, <laughs> private instruction for your beginner needs. No happy uh, endings, though. <laughs> no, it's a totally happy ending. When you come, when you leave this place, 
riding a, as a better rider, yeah. that's a happy ending. I have a no crash record and a lot of smiles on people's faces. So That's it. Smiles for miles. Okay, yeah. everybody. Hey, thanks for joining in. And uh, what do we always say? See you out there on the trail. See you on the trails. Cheers. Woo, shakas.